Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Man, woman, child, yeah, straight pride. Man, woman, child. I'm talking about 
praise. Now turn the glory to glory. All in the spirit of the Colin Abdul Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to I.B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Dr. Francis Crush Wilson. Life power be before the amount of what they do out there tonight, family. Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. This is your Brother Boy. Y'all tuned in to news, news, and more news. We're going to give you the views. You know, we're going to give you this news for the African view, African first, second, and third. So we're going to step right on, man, and do the right thing for us tonight. Um, black power, black power, black power. Um, family B and we're just moving it around right now, but, um, you know, we're getting our thing in action, man. Um, uh, ghosts and ghouls and goblins that pass by, you know, that, that day that passed by, so, uh, y'all can, you know, y'all can eat the candies that y'all stole from the little kids. Y'all kids, y'all let y'all let y'all kids out do the practice. I still ain't found no African holiday that's on Halloween. I did find some information that come from like eighth century, but that had nothing to do with us. And it come from eighth century. That's well past the time that we would really be rocking off. And if it was something ancestral, we got time on the planet. So if it don't start off in BCE. And that ain't been around long, dealing with, you know, with using this comparative timeline. But, family, I've been, um, um, next week, though, we will be starting the, uh, the interview thing going for again on Tuesdays, you know, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to bring in, uh, the, the scientists. We're going to bring in Nunu. We're going to bring in Ngozi, you know, we're going to bring in Nunu. From out of Shy Rat, we'll bring Nunu in and, um, you know, and, and go at it. You know what I'm saying? Bring him in. Him and our brother Minkara are going to have a discussion. You know, a nice discussion amongst two African brothers, you know, uh, who, who went through the, the painstaking, you know, thing of, Getting degreed up in certain scientific areas. You know what I mean? And just let them have a scientific conversation for the community. Be able to ask them questions and ask each other a couple questions, man. Just, you know, have a nice conversation. Let the family chime in, ask whatever questions they wanted to guess, and uh, we move it over. But besides that, Black Power, what do it do out there? What's going on? Black Power, Black Power, Blue Forty Eight. Uh, Blue Forty Eight, what do it do out there, brother Griff? How you? Oh man, maintaining, maintaining. Black Power to the family. How you feeling? How you and the queen doing, man? I ain't, I ain't asked about your queen in quite a while. You know what I'm saying? I know she the backbone of that operation over there. Quiet as his cat. Uh,
that's how we rolling with it. Uh, but um, when did he that conversation with uh Ngozi and, and, and brother uh Sue and when is that? That's tonight or that's that's this coming weekend or what? Uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday we'll have okay. next Tuesday we'll jump that off and make a ride in Gozi. Have a have a nice conversation, you know. You know what I'm saying? Do something do something nice. You know, you know what I mean? You know, I like Ngozi. He's a half okay. <laughs> no doubt. I saw some of that shit, man, when he said the shit about the, he brought the term pseudo to the conscious community, which is, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? Question huh? I, I doubt that he did that, you know. No, nah, he did. What saying, I understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah, probably, like, more recently, he, but niggas been using that term for quite some time, bro. You mean, like, like, he said, was, like, people wasn't really using it like that. Until he started using it on the Amon Ross squad. People wasn't really you like it, it wasn't a term that was used like how it's used now. It became something that was with the with the Amon Ross squad. That's why they got shirts that say pseudo <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. yeah. But 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 we've been using the term that's much more relevant when the nigga said you full of shit. That's the term we've been using, nigga. So we've been saying this shit for quite a while these days, nigga. Yeah. Quite some time now. Yeah, yeah, we've been telling niggas they don't know what they talk about. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But uh, do what it do. I'm looking forward to hear uh, the suit said he saw that um, he saw that birth of a nothing, and so the brother Carl said he was watching it on the lot. You know, I think that was Saturday. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to hearing both uh, breakdowns on that piece. Brother Cause go in on it. He went on You it. said what? He went? Huh? Yeah, Brother Cause did go in on it. Did uh, he? Damn! I must have got, okay, that's what it was then, because my queen was over, and I think I shut down a little early that night, so I ain't here to end of the show. Damn. I know he said he was about an hour into it. Yeah, I remember I know, him saying that. No, he did. Oh, I gotta go back and listen to this show then. Me too. Man, I thought Brother Cause was talking about that shit already. But you ain't you ain't hear it either, Quay? Black Power. Uh, Black Power BB forty eight to the family. No, but if it was the last show, I I was there and then I, I wasn't. But I was still on the line. <laughs> Black Power. <laughs> I'm saying. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Why? Um, I gotta say, I am excited to hear the dialogue between our beloved Sutin and Nunu. I, I look forward to this. I cannot wait. Mhm. A mm-hmm. nice setup, brother Born, and, and to the Sutin. This should be very, very um intriguing. A learning experience for everyone involved. You know what I mean? Um, Definitely. I'm having another one. Yeah. So we try to get the youth on the line so they can ask them some questions. I know Marcus on the line. I'm make sure of that. <laughs> Personally, like, just my personal take, like, even Susan without a degree, man, he's in a different category than them niggas, bro. It's going to be interesting to hear some of the rebuttals and whatnot, but 
them niggas ain't nowhere near a lot of even 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 if it was you, brother born, it could be you or sister Camille. Them niggas, they can't, they ain't, they just not versed, man. Because the, the main deal is this. I think it's this. Huh? And Gozi and Minkara, they're going to have a good conversation with each other. Trust. It ain't going to be no battle between them. They no, no have, doubt, no doubt. They might have a couple little differences, but and Gozi used to have to take the Army Raw squad side just to side with the team. You feel me? So that was a lot of times he was over there siding with the team. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just being forthright with all the information like he should have been. You know what I'm saying? He was taking one for the team. But while they're going to have a good conversation, that's going to be, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be uh, definitely uh, informational, informative, informative. That's why I say and educational. Well, no doubt. Well, the, the thing that allows a lot of the people you know I mean, on feet on the ground to be able to have a, a greater um, um, interpretation of the information that's presented is because they come from an African-centered point of view. A lot of these niggas is coming mm-hmm. from this, you know, this scientific, <laughs> that really is just a Euro, it's just another name for a European point of view, bro. It's that you got a Euro, European worldview. And no, this is why the niggas is... That's what uh, we started it. Conversation because mm-hmm. I'm missing that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, the, listen, it's okay to change. You no know, that, that's a sign of growth. But I do question uh, when your change is a result of a falling out. You know, now you want to get real about things. <laughs> um, to, I always have a problem with anybody that um, is quote-unquote educated, versed in uh, the information um, that the ancestors have put forth and is still down with the religions of perversions. I I, I respect um, Nunu um, intellect, but I don't see Nunu coming from it from an African-centered perspective. Um, I see him suspect when it comes to that. And what you, when you said that, Brother Griff, that's what um, makes to me Brother Borman, you mentioned, and Brother Mikura, um superior in any debate, whether, you know, they got a strong uh, grasp of the information or not. It's the perspective mm-hmm. that they're coming from. And that is the problem with the uh, fraud squad from the, from the giddy-up, all of them. Ain't none of them immune to that. Mm-mm. You know, sure. I heard that nigga in the video saw when he talking about the decipherment, the alleged decipherment of what is called the hieroglyphics, the metunato, uh, saying that we deciphered it. What you mean? See, see, see using that pronoun is revealing mm-hmm. of, of your psyche. We? We deciphered? What you mean? But then you referring to Gardner and the rest of these crackers. Yeah. So you... One with the, the cracker society, one with the cracker. And you saying we deciphered it. Feel me? And well, you, you said something. All the, all the questions going to be, he's going to be, he, he, he going to be, he gonna be no doubt. Place. He gonna be Man, I ain't, ain't going to have no questions. I'm just going to listen. Sometimes you learn more by listening than even mm-hmm. talking. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, Brother Boy, you said something very interesting. You said that. Uh, 
you saying that some questions. You're going to have a question. I don't hear that shit, brother. Nah, I'm Because, you know, I know the team. I know the FOG going to hit the nigga with, from every angle. So, ain't going to be nothing there for me to say. I'm, I'm going to be laughing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be I was like, you know what I'm saying? I just plan on them having a conversation about science. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. That's all I want to hear. Y'all should help, help our people get, you know, brush up on 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 mannerisms to be able to decipher stuff and shit like that. I just want to hear them have a conversation on science. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd rather sit back and listen to Mekarai give me a, a sub summarization on his take on science than to hear these niggas. But it is what it is. Like you said, it's good to have a little fun, you know what I'm saying, throw some spice in the dish, you know what I'm saying, but you said something very you, you said something very interesting, brother boy. You said and Gozy knew a lot of shit when he was fucking with the fraud squad, but just for you know, cause he was with the team, he didn't really come with the real da da da. But see, here's the fucking deal. If the nigga was really on some real shit about the information, he would have briefed the team on the actual facts before these niggas get up on the platform and make a fucking ass of themselves. You see what I'm saying? You ain't going to just, if I, if I know some shit, I'm going to put y'all niggas, I'm going to put the team on, be like, look, here's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So when we get up here, know that this is the foundation of A, B, and C. Don't get up here talking because I ain't going to be able to roll with y'all on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the nigga all can't remember the information, man. <laughs> then they supposed to shut Unk down and just let Unk be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You heard him. He has the information, so no matter what he say, that's why, that's why, that's why he always told me that he be talking on y'all line. He said, then he just called me, and then I just pop up, and I'm in the middle of the conversation. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just there now. Yeah. But see... But that's when he's supposed to bring the clarity and be like, okay, look, well, what's the, what's the topic? Oh, okay, okay. Well, what, from what I know, here here's here's my summarization or here's my input on that particular that particular topic. You know what I'm saying? I ain't about to do that. Let huh? come on and do that, and then brother Mickelroth say right after, see, he agree with me, huh? You ain't qualified to talk to me, man. This me and it goes to go talk. <laughs> and that's what it should be. But think about it, Brother Griff, if somebody's supposed to be your brother, right, and he call you and put you on the spot, you being a, a good dude or seeing this other brother as your brother, actual brother, you're not going to blow him up at the time. Shit, I'm going to call that shit up. Right, you know what I'm saying? You're going to play yeah, no ball, right? boom, 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 bang. So I can see what Brother Bourne's saying. Like, that. that's something that could really happen. Yeah. No, no, I'm gonna call that shit like I see it, sis. Like, hold no, on, like, I'm gonna... I feel you. No, you no, know, I understand I what you're saying, brother Grip. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but no doubt. From, from how, from I, I just conversated with him. From what he said to me, I was like, yeah, because I remember the conversations on the line, and I remember. But you know what, what be? Coming in big, you know what? Cause then, and Gozy, and Gozy, oh, and Gozy, been, been, oh, been, been, oh, been, been fucking with. Huh? Nah, and, and Gozy been fucking with motherfucking Unk long enough to know that Unk's a fucking idiot. He know that shit, nigga. Ain't nobody got to tell that nigga that shit. Nigga ain't just called you out the blue and put you... Nigga, you know that nigga's a fucking clown, nigga. So don't, don't come in. You been rocking with that nigga long enough to know the nigga's not... He's not no scholar. That nigga read some shit, regurgitate some shit, and then he try to throw some little bullshit on it, and then he talk like he knows something. Niggas can tell, you know what I'm saying? So he knew that. 
you just rocking out, nigga. If you dick ride, nigga, that's on you. You fall, you fell into a motherfucking ambush, nigga. Back out, get your team out for they all get slaughtered. You know what I'm saying? You know, it goes. He knows that nigga's a fucking idiot, bro. You ain't got it. Even the white boy that was debating him, the white boy knew that shit from the jump. He like, man, this nigga, I'm a, I'm a play this fucking clown. Hey, hey, look, I'm trying to get my point. If you're not going to allow me to articulate, I'm just going to have to drop out. Because he already know this nigga's a clown, and he plays off clown antics in order to lightweight try to discredit you by, by trying to fuck with the whole uh, interaction between me articulating my position. So what you mean? What you spell that for me? Spell that all this shit, man. Like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Nobody on that shit. But yeah, that's my take, man. But it's gonna be interesting, though. But I don't think it, I don't think them, none of them niggas qualify. Sometimes going to school, getting these degrees, make these dumb niggas even dumber. Because these niggas fail to really get their hands on the material that they would need to actually be able to have a solid grasp. Like I said, if you learn in from all, like you coming in with Darwin, why is you fucking with Darwin's material and bringing that to the motherfucking uh, African-centered forum? Even if you was going on HOK or whatever the fuck you was going on, nigga, these are still more or less, quote unquote, you know, African-centered platforms supposed to be. So why are you bringing Darwin in this shit in? Why would you even be bringing this shit in here? And the ancestors didn't already scrap, crashed that shit so long ago. So for you to still be regurgitating this dumb shit, like, come on, man. Just tell niggas, 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 niggas ain't evolving. Since they saw in evolution, niggas not evolving. You know what I'm saying? I feel that um, I would like, I don't think this is going to happen, but I do feel that Brother Minkara in particular, is old an apology. You know, many Black times time. he said um, how Unc wasn't qualified, how he would call Ngozi and um, the fighters' battles. He said this to them while they were on the line numerous times. Mm-hmm. And he said it on their show. And he was ridiculed by them. He was made to seem like he didn't know what he was talking about, or he'd be dead on with his information. And I do feel he is old in apology, and particularly with the the dude that nobody never get named right, Waju, whatever. <laughs> it's so funny because nobody get his motherfucking name right, and I think he need to think about that. That might be no, something about no, this shit. No, listen, <laughs> yo, I that on the air. That's on the air. That's on the air. I'm going to tell you all the room. That's on the air. But... Yeah, Brother Mikara, when he was on here, and Brother Mikara exposed him and his lack of qualifications to even be speaking on it again. When he did it to them on his on their show again, made it seem like the brother was out of line. He didn't know what he was talking about. Only for that plagiarism shit to come out, even though he put the plate on later. It's, you know, it's just it's it's hysterical to see a lot of things that. The family member, brother born, what did that do with evolution? It's so funny to see the things that the kings on feet on the ground have brought up <laughs> battling other Af- so-called Africans, and them t- turn out to be correct. You know what I'm saying? It's hilarious. No doubt. Wayne, I want to congratulate you, too, just on your growth and development. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing you. You know what I'm saying? Elevate, you know what I mean, on levels, you know what I mean, that, you know, I bought, you know, I'm going to listen to you and, bro, and let, you know what I mean, analyze you from, from your early days up until now. Like I see 
just want to congratulate you. You done got real polished, real, you know what I mean? I don't know if I could really articulate it in words, but I've seen your growth and you've become, a, you know what I mean, a girl or a queen from what I see personally. Not that you was, you know what I'm saying, that you was any less, but i just seen a lot of growth in your, you know what I mean, your uh, mannerisms, demeanor, and conduct. You really didn't, you know what I mean, polish yourself up. So I just want to congratulate you on that personally. Okay, you just made my night. I want to thank you for that. Um, I don't personally see it, but I appreciate it. And if there is any growth that you see, it is due to the family members on Feet on the Ground because I've learned so much from each and every one of them. And there is nothing that I have of value that equals what each and every one of you have given me on some real shit. No doubt. Black power to the feet. Black power to feet on the ground. Black power to the family. I mean, teamwork makes the dream work. Doubt. I say. But, oh, man. You know, it's it's one week out, y'all. Listen, it's one week out. And and I I told y'all Tuesday that they came out with the new letters, right? 50,000 more letters from the... Oh, man, listen. Everybody's going to jail. They might stop the election. <laughs> I can't wait. The October surprise might have been now when it just hit, man. I'm telling you. They might have to put this on hold or something because if Hillary went and the FBI, they told me this shit, they got the FBI to reopen the case. And they only reopened the case because they found some shit on Clinton, not for no other reason. We have no other reason to reopen the case. And they reopened it back up, and they said, "Listen, we 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 hunting shit down now. <laughs> they rehashing on their ass. Dumb letters, <laughs> dumb emails. So listen, man, they got five hundred thousand emails. Son. You know what? You know what? Oh, no, bro, you because this is what other crackers' asses is on the line now. They're like, okay, look, I I done held this shit for you as long as I could now." If they, if I don't allow this shit to surface, they gonna wonder how that shit got past me. Then my ass gonna be out. So now you said now niggas everybody telling on each other and shit. It's just it, it, it's a total breakdown. Cause that documentary that you posted, man, you can't catch all them bodies and then something just don't. From that time period to your presidency, man, that's just that's. I knew at some point that shit was just gonna run its course because that's just too many bodies, bro. That's just bodies. Yeah, too many indictments, man. Too many cases. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't know already. Shit, when Clinton was in office before, he had case on top of case. White water, everything else. Paula Jones, Monica Lewinsky. This motherfucker got impeached. Damn, Nick lost his job. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I'm then, watching this. Uh, they got the black lady. They got the they got the black lady head of the listen, listen, man. The, the head of the Democratic National Convention, the DNC. Uh, she used to work for CNN. They done caught this motherfucking dumbass getting the questions from Hillary, getting the questions from CNN, and giving them to Hillary Clinton before the debate so she could have the answer. Was that in the emails, Brother Bourne? Yeah, they found that out in one of the wiki One of the wiki One of the wiki <laughs> I got to tell you something. You dropped a bomb on the show that you brought this up on. 
because ever since you brought this up on, you you have forced me to go in on this. You dropped a bomb. This is this this that shit with he's done put the family up. You know you done gave us a heads up because there is a real possibility of not just her going to jail. Uh, Chelsea, yeah, Bill, Bill, his brother. Y'all everybody. All right, real shit. Because of that Clinton Foundation. Mm-hmm. Because of the Clinton Foundation. Oh, they got these motherfuckers. Like, like and, and people are like, oh, man, you know, it's all these white people and shit like that. No, listen, white people will fuck white people up. They ain't not listen. Mm-hmm. White people ain't impervious to white people, motherfucking. They ain't impervious to other people. <laughs> no, you ain't impervious to that. You might Thank be impervious you. to niggas. You might kill niggas and pull crackers and shit, but you ain't impervious to other powerful ass motherfucking crackers. And when they come in to get your ass, they'll come get you. They don't give a fuck. They will come get you, man. And so they all got. Now it's been crackers that've been waiting for the Clintons to get to this point, man, because they didn't shit it on. They didn't shit it on a lot of motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? They didn't kill people's family and shit. So people been. Trying to get them, but they got so many people in positions of power. It's been very difficult to build that 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 momentum. Because every time they get somebody, against them, huh? you got to have a coalition. You can't you feel me. One two, you got to have a large group of people already set in place so you can go get them. And you got to be protected by something. And the FBI mm-hmm. is protected. <laughs> she got a real. They got a real dilemma because. This is the first time that something like this is happening because of somebody hacking in, getting in uh-huh. information, and then dropping it. The motherfucker, the cracker Assange, said, as Brother Bourne revealed, this whole month he was going to drop shit on Clinton. And mm-hmm. these emails, I didn't get this batch yet. I got to get up on this. It is beyond revealing. It's not just the leaking of secure information over unsecure means, like the emails to uh, Governor, ex-Governor Spitzer, but that foundation shit where it's the emails are showing clear theft. You know what I'm saying? No crazy, mm-hmm. crazy violation, criminal offenses when it comes to uh, um a foundation, and the problem is that the practices that have been revealed are practices that other old money cracker foundations like the Rockefellers and such have been doing as well. And mm-hmm. because these emails have been leaked, you can guarantee that these, because Clinton and them ain't old money. No, the no, old no. money, the original rapists and murderers, you know, of our people, they going to make sure these motherfuckers get served because they have to get served in order for their practices, their criminality to continue with their foundations. Well, them niggas are expendable, huh? These niggas got to go because they're going to fuck around and get our shit fucked with. So y'all ain't that deep. Like you said, y'all just some hill jacks that got a little bread, mm-hmm. nigga. We been doing it. We put this shit together. The only one that got some kind of ties to old racist uh, crackers here would be Hillary. Yeah. That's it. 
You know, Hillary made $140 million since 2006. That's talking. Crazy. That's on speeches. <laughs> <laughs> and now, mind you, they started the foundation in 2007. Hmm. And then you can't forget the laureate scandal that Bill is involved in due to Clinton when she was a Secretary of State getting all this money to go speak at these colleges and other places, oh. countries, and then come to find out that Hillary didn't have meetings with the motherfuckers. And, oh, listen. They just hit Bill. They got one of the emails. Bill got a, from Ethiopia. So these motherfuckers, listen, man, I ain't coming unless y'all send $6 million first. $6 million. Send me $6 million, then I'll think about coming over here. And saying something, but ain't no use for me to do nothing if we ain't got six million dollars in the bank ASAP. Mm. Gangster. Nigga made twelve million dollars for uh, what did they say? Did they say fifty minutes? It might not even been that long. Five minutes. Might been fifty. Might been twelve million for a five minutes. Twelve and a half, I think. Like a five minute speech. So, you know, these motherfuckers, yeah. This shit right here, look, y'all. And this shit better than any soap opera you can watch, y'all. I'm telling you. You don't get, yo, look. This fucks our meta TV for a little while. I, look. Just start watching motherfucking Fox, CNN, Senate, Congress. Just look at the news because it's, it's coming out now. Now, this is, this is the type of shit you just can't, they can't, they gotta say something. Just that you gotta say something new. You can't just let this shit just slide. Time for her to have another seizure attack. Time for that Parkinson's to kick in. Yeah, I'm telling you, all this stress, I I swear, it might be the clone out there working now, because I don't think she can take this shit. (laughs) Listen, she don't want to go to prison, right? Telling you. You better let the Parkinson's kick in hard now. Stop taking that damn medication. Then she's going to just go retarded. <laughs> and dopamine, whatever the fuck. And let well, it kick in. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't do that. I'm going to go retard. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> old folks' home is better than prison. The prison. Right? You know? The old folks' home is better than You already look like you're wearing one of them bladders. Just throwing the attention on herself. Say, I'm incontinent. They're going to say, fuck that. She incontinent. We can't fight. She's in the nursing home. Yeah. They're going to say, she incontinent. She ain't going to get tried. She ain't going to get tried. She's going to let that left eye start swirling in a circle like it was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just, I say, damn, that shit worked at Biggie Smalls, nigga. Bitch, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Least Biggie shit was legit. Yo shit do because you got motherfucking Parkinson's and you taking medication, <laughs> high dosages. Look, Biggie oh. just said it was place. That should be circling. <laughs> Come on, did you? Y'all gotta listen to that shit. 
from your tree sleep with that doctor who then did a whole YouTube series on her. He's straight up saying that he believes she got Parkinson's. He gave the symptoms, the seizure joint, when her face froze, and he was like, the medication that you take for Parkinson's has side effects, and she's showing symptoms of taking large doses of that. And he said that that's what happened to her at the 9-11 shit when she looked like she ain't had no legs. He was like, yo, the Parkinson's, one of the, one of the um things that happened to you with Parkinson's is that because it's spring, lack of melanin is happening, calcification is occurring, and so your brain is not sending um, voluntary uh, motions are not happening the way they should, and so your shit just tighten up. And so her shit gets rigged, like, like you can't bend your shit. Like, you got to break it to bend it. And so it was like a bitch just froze up. And, and he said, you saw how they threw her in the van like a sack of potatoes. When I'm hearing this white doctor say this, I'm rolling because I seen the video. Like, damn real. They threw that bitch ass in the van. head first. <laughs> then he was like, she went to her daughter's apartment, got that damn dopamine shit. And he was like, it take 45 minutes for it to kick in. And he was like, wasn't she in a press conference after that, hour later, talking about, oh, side effects of pneumonia. And he was like, okay, you want to go there too? Well, one of the side effects of Parkinson's is aspiration um, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Parkinson's has dementia. Well, she definitely got dementia. Okay. So that's why he's coming out with this. He's like, it's not about no party. It's about the fact that you cannot have somebody with dementia. Yeah, and the motherfucker. And the White, White, White House making decisions. Somebody with Parkinson who will just freeze up. <laughs> you know what? you saying that, sis. That might be the reason that the bitch had to email her the goddamn question so the motherfucker could have got the shit together because mm-hmm. on the spot she might have fucked all up. Okay. Listen, they be having, listen, she be having a fucking teleprompter on the her fucking stand, see? They don't put the teleprompter in front of her like they normally do to people. On her stand, they be having a little fucking teleprompter right there on the front of her stand. So if you watch the debate, you'll see her looking down, reading. You know what I'm saying? Trump ain't doing no shit like that because he can think still. You know, have you know as dumb as he is, he, you know, he's thinking as dumb as he can think. But he still can on the fly say some slick shit. He can't on the fly answer nothing. Not when you're suffering for Parkinson's. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right? And so she's not in the early stages. No, she's... Right? Hell of a if we bust off into a whole other... You could be talking about one thing, she bust off into a whole other conversation about something else. And start laughing and say, <laughs> I say. Black power again to the elder sister, Patrice Lee, my favorite journalist. She the one on her show who had this white doctor on there. And they got a team. In, and so I got to tune back in because I want to see. He's supposed to come back on because I think it was the AMA. Because he got so much heat from her campaign people and shit for putting these videos up. That them telling him to take it down to try to get YouTube to take him down. That uh, you got a team of doctors now who's supposed to review the evidence, the footage, and come out and say whether or not 
she got Parkinson's. Because if she got Parkinson's, she cannot run for presidency. Straight up and down. Doctor Drew, Doctor Drew says she, Doctor Drew says she had the Parkinson's. They canceled that nigga's show. See, I ain't even know that word. Mm. And see, he's retired. He said he don't have nothing to lose. That's why he wasn't worried about it. They can't do nothing to him. But he got a, he got a show. Oh, well, y'all know Dr. Drew. And he put out the thing and said that she got the signs of Parkinson's disease. And they canceled that nigga's show. And he was out of there. He said, this crack. Cracker, you crazy. You could come out here and say that shit. You know what I mean, people? You know what I mean, motherfucking white women and shit? Watch your motherfucking show. You trying to get them away from Hillary? Mm. Oh, motherfucking mind. Telling the truth. Is it that cracker package? Cracker Jack, you got to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like I said, this is like the drama that you could never, you could have never in a million years. I'm saying, listen. Oh, no, they got another show that's on. They got a show that come on. I don't know what channel it come on, but I got this Firefox, uh, Fire Stick shit, right? So, they got this goddamn show called Veep. I don't know what station it come on, but it's about the vice president. But the vice president is a woman. And I'm telling you, they done fucking took Hillary Clinton character and made it a vice president and made a fucking TV show out of this shit. Because they got all the blackberries and all that shit, and she checking all the blackberries. She nasty to the people how people say she is and all. Just some, some crazy shit. I don't know what they, I don't know what it come on though. It's called beef. Oh, man. I would want y'all to watch one episode so you can see what I'm talking about. But this shit is some wild, some wild other shit. She always lying. Always got somebody doing some underhanded shit. Everything always illegal. Motherfuckers is always signing her name and shit. She don't ever do shit her damn self. Nothing. But get the credit. That's it. She just wait for the credit for her to get the credit. And it's a fucking comedy on top of that. They really can make her look stupid. It's a disgrace that people played along with this, you know. <laughs> you right, sis. No, but really, a lot of people knew this. I mean, when I saw that video, I'm like, damn. With that, uh, the documentary, the body count and shit, I said, damn. You got cokeheads and shit. This nigga's a full-fledged, full-throttle cokehead. They was talking about uh, Bush and shit. I'm like, Clinton was a full fucking dope thing in, in your man in the motherfucking White House, like the rest of them dope things that be in there. But, I mean, he was full-throttle. I'm like, you got this type of nigga making choices about policy, you know, pushing shit to get, you know, the mandatory minimums and all types of shit, like, you know. You feel me? 
Like, goddamn, a dope thing, nigga, and a dope dealer? Like, why are you making up shit? You're high as the fuck. Yeah, three strikes. <laughs> that's real, though. That's I know, that's why I said, that's some fucked up. I mean, we dealing with some really low-down, dirty dogs, man, like, beyond. It's beyond. It's We dealing with some foul, foul. These motherfuckers really just got to be handled. I mean, there's no... Ain't no way around it, nigga. You leave them alive, they're going to exterminate niggas, period. That's bottom line. Give us a three strike. Feel me? How you want it, fast or slow. And it's been a plan going on for a long time. They're working it. This shit is hilarious, man. I'm telling you, look, man, this is something. Let me tell black people, just stay away from the polls. And let's see what these white people do. Let's see what they do. Black power. Man, those black people stay away from the polls. Don't go, go. You know what I'm saying? Don't go, don't go. Just stay away. And let's see what white people do. Let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. Let them vote. All the voting they do. Let's see. Because see, white people will go crazy over this electoral college thing. Trust me. Listen, y'all. One thing that I know is that people do not understand the electoral college. <laughs> Every year, this shit happens. Every four years, I mean, it happens. But the people don't understand it. Now, the people that they hyping up into this motherfucking thing, they got the new white man in there. The new wild white boy. They got them in there. And so, the new wild white boy done had eight years of Obama. And he knows now, after eight years of Obama, he's 20, you know, he he's 27, 28, going on 30, you feel me? This is a new white man. And he got him a candidate now. He got him a candidate. He's going to make America great. And trust me, if they pull this popular vote, you win the popular, he win the electoral, oh, these white people are ready to go crazy. They don't want him no electoral mm-hmm. vote. Don't want him on electoral college. And now, 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 motherfucker, we won. The fuck you mean he got the... No, 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 we won. They're they going to be serious about this shit. This is where, this is where white people going to start... That's where they're going to start fighting at, on the fundamentals of what the fuck's happening. Because they're going to start realizing exactly what's what. Because they've been lied to for so long, they thinking, you know, they thinking just what the newspaper tell them or what the media tell them. Now they they being able to have somebody in front of them and say, look, it's all rigged, they're going to cheat us. So that's all they're looking for. And as long as they lose, they're going to feel like it was rigged. The people cheated. They're going to be ready to fight. Power to the people when they ask again, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting, man. I think it's going to be a nice little open. You know what I mean? They're going to open a hole for for for, the, for niggas to hit the ball, for, hit it, nigga, and off to the races. You know what I'm saying? You just got to be prepared and say, like, like you said, I pretty much agree with you. Just leave it to them. <laughs> they going to, it's new wrong, man. So they going to sabotage their own shit. Like, they going to fuck their own shit away, man. They but stupid. That's what they always do. But see, this we is, do. It's about the people. See, the system going to be the system. But it's about mm-hmm. where is the ideology and the thoughts of the people at the time that the system is doing this systematic thing. No doubt. You know? Sometimes the people's energy don't be flowing where it just allows the system to do the systematic thing to it. It's be feeling kind of funny. And I think that we right into one of these funny periods, man. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? 
Look, man, it's 40 years after. It's 40 years. After 76. It's 40 years, man. It's 40 years after the motherfucking. It's 40, 50 years after all that build up, that black, uh, that black revolutionary build up. The energy's still around. Somebody's going to have to take it and do something with it. Everything go around in cycles. No question. So, hopefully, that when this cycle ends, we can have it right. No, 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 no. <clears throat> but, yeah, I'll I tell you, this is some of the, 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 the most comical things I've seen. Enough fun. Damn. I want to pull, pull this book. I'm going to pull this book for y'all so I can read this passage, y'all, about punishment, what they do to their women. Oh, my God. Uh, y'all. The, the torture that they would put a woman through. This is like unsurmountable pain. Reach out this shit. The more I read, that? I know they're gonna tear their ass. They're gonna tear their own stuff up because they can't help it. These motherfuckers cannot help. What the fuck? They own stuff over. They can't help it. Everything they they do is criminal, and they don't mind criminalizing each other, torturing each other, being as brutal as they can be to anything with each other. They enjoy. They enjoy thievery. They enjoy lying, stealing, killing. They enjoy the hell out of it. They will eat your motherfucking ass. I just seen a picture of something where I was like, yo, I don't know if that's really real or not, but I couldn't doubt that they would take a black person, kill him, and then serve him on a fucking platter. After they cooked them and roast them. Um... And put a fucking thing on it that say roasted Negro. You already know what they do, bro. Boy, you dealing dealing with a goddamn savage. Yeah. Um, uh, where you go? Yo, yo, where the fuck is this at, man? This is some of the. I was like, yo, man, that's that's, that's ridiculous. I seen that post you dropped in there about the Maui house. That shit was sick as hell. Yeah. Fucking Maui house, man. The place with a bag. <laughs> hey, the first, the first picture that you put in there, it, it wasn't as, you know, blatant. But I seen the way the little dude was sitting at the table looking at that other motherfucker like, I said, oh, this must be some bag shit. I could because it really wasn't. Then you put the second one in, and it was obvious, like, all right. But I said the first one really wasn't as obvious. But I just saw the uh, the demeanor of the dude sitting at the table. I said, this is some crazy shit, man. The Bali house. Huh? <laughs> and these motherfuckers, they drew faggotry into it. So people try to act like faggotry ain't got no certain, it ain't no certain look. And then, like, they're not. If you can look at a drawing. 
you feel me? And faggotry come off the joint, and then this faggotry got some type of energy. So what the fuck's going on here? Mm-hmm. So many you understand what I'm saying? This shit got some type of something with it. But let me read this to you. A professional torturer's reputation, right? This is about professional torturers. You see, these motherfuckers torturers, they came from lines of torturers. Your father might have been a torturer. Your father's father, grandfather, great-grandfather, your your mother might be a torturer's daughter or some shit like that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they was brought up in this shit. Young. Yeah. He said, here is a description. Hold up. Um, a professional, a professional's torturer. Uh, let me get this shit right. Let me get it right. All right. Kicked out of heaven. Untold history of the white races circa 700 to 1700 A.D., Volume 1, Keenan Booker, page 190, second paragraph. A professional torturer's reputation often depended on what new and ingenious methods he had invented and how complete his stock was his stock of weird, complicated instruments, regardless of whether these devices served any useful purpose. It is incredible that human beings ever survived many of the elaborate tortures to which they were subjected. Here is a description of what was done to a woman accused of witchcraft by the hangman address guy. What the fuck? Dreisagacher in 1631. One, the hangman binds the woman who was pregnant and places her on the rack. He then racks her till her heart would fain break. Two, when she did not confess, he poured he poured oil all over her head and burned it. Three, he placed sulfur in, in her armpits and burned it. Four, her hands were tied behind her. She was hauled up to the ceiling and suddenly dropped. Five, the hangman and his helpers went to lunch. Six, overturning, the master hangman placed the spike board on her back pulled her to the ceiling again, then dropped her to the floor. Seven, her toes were put in a thumb screw, and the screw tightened until blood squirted out of her toes. Eight, she was pinched with red-hot iron. Nine, as she would not confess, the hangman proceeded to an advanced grade of torture. She was whipped, then put in a vice, which was gradually closed on her for the next six hours. Ten, she was hung by her thumbs and flogged. This was all done on the first day. What? This was all done on the first day. <laughs> so if you survived that, we got something else for your ass, huh? And she was What the fuck could you have for me tomorrow? <laughs> Right now. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you mean you done put me on the rack? You done poured oil on my head, set my shit afire? Squeeze my toes, the blood squirted out. Let's put sofa under both of her arms, set them afire. Go to lunch and then drop me again. <laughs> Yeah, pulling it up to the ceiling, drop her, go to lunch, come back, they fucking put spikes on the bitch too. I spike her. <laughs> Damn, drop her again. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's going on in here? 
glue them to blood squirt out my toes. I'm still telling you, I ain't no witch. Bitch, you lying. (laughs) 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 Yo, what the fuck you mean? I'm lying. Kill me, then fucking take kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Kill me. You know what I'm saying? This picture with red hot irons and all type of shit, you still won't confess, so fucking let's just whip her and then put her in a vice and squeeze it closed just for six hours and tight. What the? Yo. You still can't believe her. After all that. Yeah, we don't believe her. We don't believe you. I'm still lying after all that. Mm. Right, I'm still, listen, listen. After she pregnant and they put her on the rack and try to break her. Listen, the rack is some shit that they put you on and beat you with shit that is and, and, and beat you with it where it break your motherfucking bones. That it was gonna rack in you, rack your ass. Put her on the rack until her heart would bang break. They beat her until they finished and broke her heart. <laughs> Yo. But did they beat her into seizures? I don't know how you break a muscle. Oh, they beat her to a heart damn near broke. Then she went that to... let you know the magnitude of the beating, though. Oh, this beat down. Yeah, no, no this beat down is for real. Yo. Damn, damn. When I read, when I got to the end and it said this was all... This was all that was done on the first day. I said, now what in the fuck did they do on the second? Mm. Like, they just didn't fuck it. We ain't even going to write no record of what they did on the second day. It's not that book you've been, you been reading from? Yeah. You know, this shit is crazy. Damn. Oh, this shit is wild. Oh, the shit that they, oh, they, oh yeah, this shit is crazy. Mm. Yeah, Can yeah. you give that name again one more time? This book is Kicked Out of Heaven. Mm. The, the that. History of the White Races, 700 to 1700 A.D. Volume 1. Kenan Booker. Man. I said, what in the hell? I, yo, some of the shit, listen. They were dick. Yo, look, the grave couldn't even save you from court. Listen, man, if a motherfucker thought you did something and you caught a case, they'll come dig your ass up out the grave. Bring your dead body to that motherfucking court. They're <laughs> <laughs> bringing the corpse to court. Son, bring the dead bodies to court. Then <laughs> <laughs> after a while, they fuck it. Then the law came up and said, fuck it, we ain't going to bring dead bodies to court no more. Let's just get <laughs> for the dead man. He dead, though. Yeah, but if he found guilty, we'll hang his kids. <laughs> you got to be crazy to do that. Really. Yo, listen, you feel me? These motherfuckers were so crazy. Yo, you get caught stealing the chicken. They lock you up, your wife, everybody in the motherfucking house going to the country. <laughs> Everybody be chained up together in the dungeon. 
A motherfucker spent 15, 20 years in the dungeon, ain't no even getting no case. They don't even come to trial, nigga. <laughs> to trial. <laughs> 15, 20 years, man. You just been waiting, man. You better pray. Pray to be seeing you back up here. And it's the shit they was doing to that goddamn self. Brother, boy, how many volumes come to that, um, that book you read? Yo, he's. He says that he's going to put out three volumes. This is the first one. God damn. And it's going to hit a multitude of different um, different things. But Black Power, Sue. Black Power. Black Power. I don't know I'm late tuning in, but I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the conversation. It's sounding good. Yeah, man. I, man. I was like, yo, this is too much. Me, man. I said, what's going on with these people, man? You can do shit like this. Mm-hmm. But it, like I said, once you, once you, once I passed the first, the first section talking about the, uh, the, the weather, the weather patterns. I was like, I was already done for. Remember, I was reading the weather patterns. That shit was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Like power suiting. Black Pastor, come here, how you doing? I'm Black Pastor King. I'm, I'm looking forward to next Tuesday listening to your dialogue. I'm so excited. Because uh, I know I'm going to learn something from you. Yeah, it's a long time coming. I always had a feeling in the back of my mind that the brother was going to be one of the first ones to uh, flip. Because, you know, we all get used in life. But when you're getting used in being middleman for information that you can present clearly, you're going to get a little frustrated. But, you know, I hope to get, you know, I'm going to ask the nigga some real questions, too, you know, and uh, hope he see the position I always took whenever me and him talked on the phone, you know, things of that nature, you feel me? So I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, then it's going to be an inquiry, more or less so an interrogation. But in the back of my mind, it's already uh, told you so, you feel me? And uh, I hope I'm going to Hashay. They go into, uh, you know, the middleman process, you know. Real niggas, real niggas do real shit, man. If you don't, if you're not really on top of things or whatnot, you feel me, on certain information, but you know somebody who do, common sense would tell you, like, hold on, you know, let me put my nigga on, and not only let me put my nigga on, let him, you know, take the credit for the author or, or, or the nigga who really specialized in this shit. And I'm going to defend viewpoints from, on, on the strength of my nigga, but I'm not going to take the position of debating the subject that I don't even fully know myself. I'm going to let my nigga handle that. Feel me? Black power. So when you're coming up and, and, and you know, you, you, you see the Amara squad, the, the logo of the nigga, of their whole shit is up, and he's the least qualified to argue on any topic. <laughs> So you can be a little, that gets a little frustrating. You see what I'm saying? When your leader ain't as qualified as his so-called, you see what I'm saying? And what it is, the nigga got a, a contact list full of young scholars. And whenever they get in a little pinch, he called them niggas up. But in terms of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Look at look at the debate them niggas so-called had. And about niggas is worse, you know. They a fake version of the conscious Wu-Tang Clan. All them niggas got on stage and, and, and didn't have a PowerPoint that was put together. 
in, in terms of context. A shame. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Only one that had a good one was Dr. Mahat. But I heard she just got uh, checked once again, trying to defend a subject that you ain't fully even studied. That's why, niggas, you can't be perceived as being arrogant for making a statement only to debate with my equals. Said he even said it when he debated Nasir. This nigga ain't qualified to debate me. I do it for y'all. You know, I've been watching, going back in the archives, looking at the years and whatnot, same facts, and my nigga's still relevant. On that. Niggas is trying, niggas got fancy names. They look, they look the role that they playing, but when you get them niggas an open floor, open mic, and the people's attention, they crumble. You wanted the light, now you got it. What you gonna do with it? How you gonna manifest the message you trying to bring to the people? Can you manifest? Do you even have a message, nigga? Or you so much captivated and getting the limelight in the spot now that you got it, you even stuck. Mm. I'm calling niggas choking on stage. Even the leaders choke on stage. Some of the best, you know, we have scholars who really ain't people persons. They they role is really just giving out information. See what I'm saying? Dr. Clark didn't speak for a while on certain subjects, but he wrote well. He was a good researcher for Malcolm X. But Malcolm X was he was articulate with the, with his speech and how he got the people's attention. See what I'm saying? Later on, he took the role. As he got as he got to teach him, but when you got you know you can be a great speaker, but if you know it's a, a greater person that can get the message across, who got more charisma than you have, hey man, let me play my role, man. Here's my little uh, third of the information, man. You get up there, you present to our people. I got the facts highlighted. What I think you should, you know what I mean? Boom. I say, cause it's about the people, not about you. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you know how that works. So y'all today. Ain't no, you know, ain't no iron team. Ain't no iron revolution. You know, it's more or less so. If the only I I see is influence. I love that word. <laughs> I love that word. See what I'm saying? That's our greatest gift. That's this effort. We, once we learn to weaponize it, and we are, we weaponize it for shortcoming benefits. You know what I mean? But once we start opening our eyes and the bigger goal and start lining up our aspirations towards that bigger goal with our influence, then you're going to see some real change. You're saying it now. You can still influence the nigga who got influence. That's what we're seeing right now. That's the difference between the youngsters forming hip-hop now and ours. You see what I'm saying? More or less so. We, we still put our black spin to it. They're more or less so neo-colonialist all the way from the Gucci shirts to, you know what I mean, blonde hair. It's really, we really, really live in sensitive times, and all of our youth are suffering from self-hate and using extraordinary means to be different. You see what I'm saying? They embracing that shit, but at the same time, they putting a European flip to it. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna be nappy and dreaded out, nigga. Well, I'm gonna have the look, the Gucci on. Okay, you you got the dread, you got the look. Let's let's put the BP in it. Let's get rid of the faggotry. What you mean? You, all them, you know, niggas ain't never even seen a picture of these designers that these niggas is killing. Go back to what Walter Williams said. How you gonna believe in a man you never even saw? <laughs> <laughs> well, you saying that, um, Sue, and it's like 
when we got the way hip hop came to us, it was more organic. You know what I'm saying? Grassroots. These niggas is getting that shit after it had been came off of the and it came off the assembly line through the mass media and you know what I mean and the corp and corporate America. They getting that that watered down shit and because they don't know the history of it because we ain't done our part. They think that that's really what this shit's about. You know what I'm saying? Until they start to slowly get exposed to that organic shit and they be like, oh okay. Well, nigga had to have a little bit of flow to rock the mic. You couldn't just get up on there with no slap happy bullshit. You know, so nigga had to have at least his, his information or, you know, what he was doing had to be solid, nigga. If you was like Hammer, Hammer had moves, nigga. He wasn't no MC, but the nigga had the dance game down pat. You know what I'm saying? So basically, whatever element you brought to hip hop, a nigga had to be thorough, at least in that element. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about, okay, this nigga got the biggest gold chain on, so that nigga's the tightest nigga. You know what I'm saying? I've yet to see that part. When we was coming up, niggas still had to be thorough in what he did. It wasn't about just your appearance. To some extent, I agree with you, but to some extent, you can you can also say um, music often. Okay, when we look at the study of man, we're going to use some cracker science for a minute, anthropology, right? One of the last uh, distinguishing uh, attributes of man is language, right? We could study archaeology, that's the bones of the ancestors. We could study culture. We could study biology of man. When we study the language of man, it's the hardest because it's always changing. So if language is always changing, music is always changing, right? Now, I will say that the youngsters' form of hip-hop is organic because it's not, it's changed now. It went from hip-hop to something else. You know, I'm going to put a question mark on it because it's, it's, it's still undefined. Now, all music influenced all music. So when we study our hip-hop, like you were saying, and it was organic in a sense. It came from the roots of soul, R&B. You see what I'm saying? It was a strong influence there. Now, when you look at the variety of, uh, 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 of music out there, the different genres, right? It's only a few genres even right now. Like you said, that's where the corporate motherfuckers have blended the sounds all in together. You see what I'm saying? You know, even the Crackers music, them niggas even got like four genres. It's got uh, rock music, right? Metal, mm -hmm. uh, alternative, uh, soft rock. That shit is gone. So, in in, in the organic sense, that they have controlled... See, they're just not going to attack one form of music. They're going to control it all because all of that shit have frequency. You can be a, a revolutionary nigga that sung country music like they sold in goddamn boondocks. They just didn't have, they just had ruckus doing the country music. See what I'm saying? If you can tune into that vibration, you can control it. Oh, there's a message to it. They notice that in every genre of music we go into. Good little, uh, oh, what's the name of the book? Oh. They they came with a video too. Uh, Steve Potas, I think Cracker, Cracker, the assassination of Tupac Shakur, and uh, other black leaders and Cointel shit did an excellent overview. He connected all the dots. He went to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix. God damn, he was just playing rock and roll, but he was a nigga. He was having a message. He created a culture, and the culture is an emulation of a lifestyle, and all you know. All that shit needs a theme music. That's what you said. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. uh, he went in how the path, the black movement was been pressuring Jimi Hendrix. 
to uh, participate in his celebrity status in the role. And it wasn't until Martin Luther King Jr. got killed that he donated the proceedings to his last album to the movement. Now, this brother, this nigga's married to a cracker woman living in London, living the rock, rock star's dream. His manager gets him kidnapped, the mob, the mob killed Jimi Hendrix. Then his white wife came out with a book 10 years after he died, told it all, and she died. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just, that, that music, that music relationship with Cracker Society is very, very important because at the end of the day, the the, the parakeet in the cage will have to sing the tune that the master won't. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He may want to hear it in a fast tempo or slow tempo. He may want to hear, I want to hear your r and version of, you know, how you going to submit to me? Goddamn, but the mess has to be saying, keep your people in check. They must support my culture. It goes into the movie you had me watch today. That whole shit. Feel me? That's that whole shit's based off of. We get into that a little, deep, you know, a little later, but you know, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm listening to this shit now, man. These motherfuckers ain't even rhyming no more. Niggas is fucking singing. I'm like, man, what the fuck? You go in and out of some shit. And now, you know, I said, man, bam. I don't even listen to the mainstream shit, though. You know what I'm saying? They on that new shit. They on that new shit, man. The young, the young ones. <laughs> they on that new shit. You know what I mean? They, it's just like, y'all, <laughs> that's just what it is. They on that new shit. Uh, they on a whole new wave right now. You know what I mean? Where they don't have to, they don't have to rhyme. They just got to, uh, they don't have to now. Order for it to be a hot song, all they got to do is catch the beat right and say what you and say a couple things you like. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to rhyme. All I got to do is catch the beat right and say that shit the right way with the right energy. You gonna like it because I hear them and that's what they're doing. They just say that shit in in a way that people like it, and it's a hit, man. It's a hit unless you. Unless you Drake or some shit, then Drake sound. You can hear what Drake's saying. I don't listen to many Drake songs, but I heard him rapping, and I know you can hear the words he's saying. Everybody else though is like, no other real, no other like mainstream rapper can you really hear their lyrics. Nobody who they say is hitting right now. You don't understand what they're saying. Cause there's nobody else hitting. Who else? Who the other rappers out there besides Drake? Well, you got Kendrick Lamar. All right, Kendrick Lamar. You understand what he's saying? He get radio play. See, like, I don't know if he, I don't know nothing no, about this. He don't really get it like that, not about by me. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, like, who come on the radio? Like, if I listen to the radio, I might hear a song with, with Drake on it, but now I hear a song with a bunch of dudes. I don't know who they is. They just. They sound weird and shit. I know, I think the dude, his name is Future or some shit like that. I don't know if he a rapper or a singer or whatever, but I know he be having songs that come on. It sounds it sound like rap. rap. I don't know what he's doing. It sounds like that new shit. That's what I'm about to yeah. say, man. No, I'm saying it leads to one to ask the question. Are these niggas really singing? I mean, let's look. I mean... All the black talent we got in the community, and a Jew named Aubrey, who you call Drake, 
is the hottest R&B nigga in the country. This nigga can't even sing. Yeah, he's a, fucking, he's a rapper, but he's a singer. It's not about talent. It's about a look. Yeah, it's about, yeah, it's about your image right now. That's what counts. Mm-hmm. And the power of propaganda. Because Drake go. was literally created to be what he is right now. He was yeah, pushed. Man. I can remember when the nigga, he didn't even have this album out yet. And he had front seat in the BET Awards. He was he already a rap star. Drake already is, on flex out here. Yeah, he's not, he not a person. He a brand. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. He, he represents a brand. He represents the brand new nigga. The brand new. Mm-hmm. He's the brand new nigga. The one who can get all the girls. He's the one you want. You want you want your child to look like Drake, to be like Drake. So you know, you know what that entail. Mixing another seed. You know what that entail. You know what I'm saying? And then he's a low life Jew on top of it. His mama's a Jew. He's a Jew. That's check. See, he's this is check. the new, this is the new reinvention of the macho Jew. Remember that? Remember the macho Jew? <laughs> <laughs> You might be on to something. I'm being for real. You yeah. never look at the look at the, the the number of movies that come out have came out in the past ten years that have been that have had proud Jewish actors in it. So you Comedy. Steph Rogland. All of them. Yo, you, yo, yo, listen, mm-hmm. McGraw, you right. And I, I've seen a documentary where they they hit on that, and I and it was a couple years back. I don't know if we both watched it, but I watched the documentary where they where they was hitting on the fact that the Jew that might have been it might have been every day the genie it might have been him who was talking about the Dougie Diamonds and was talking about how they was making a comeback he, and he was showing clips to them talking about how they now they the proud Jew you got the the Silverstein Silver Silver Sarah Silver man and you got them they just put their motherfucking names out there. You know, I'm I'm green. This is my motherfucking name. I'm the motherfucking Jew now. Yo, you right about that too, Mekara. They they have they've been coming out, playing all the roles, and just being a Jew, not changing their name, being a Jew name. Now, history of all they history of always shown wherever they whatever society they went into, they end up dominating. Now they created Hollywood, right? But even Hollywood is still controlled by Anglo-Saxon crackers. You see what I'm saying? Now the Anglo-Saxon crackers been pushed out. <laughs> How so? World War One and Two, they allowed all the motherfucking immigrants, them white immigrants, to come over here. The motherfuckers came over here, and see, Europe is Europe's politics is decadent. So when you any European you know in America, I don't give a fuck what facts you from from Slovenia, goddammit, to uh Italian to German. They know politics. Even the dumbest ones, because the the decadent society came into. So them motherfuckers came over here as immigrants and took advantage of that immigrant law where for children born here are citizens. They first generations got assignments, and their parents 
governed them towards holding them, them positions in society. And you look up, you got a whole Jewish caucus in the political system that was never there. <laughs> never there. You looking back now, you seeing they not even five percent of the national population, but are in eighty percent of the positions of power. Half of first generation, second generation immigrants. They came here and took care of business in regards to how they manage their political ideas and show so they they beat the American cracker here. See what I'm saying? But you, you got to get into the the stratification of power, the different layers of power when it comes to crackers, dealing with nations, dealing with countries. And when we're talking about Jews, we want to talk about how Jews is in position because they rose in both these world wars. Controllers of information. See what I'm saying? Now, when we talk about nations, talking about what Americans giving these motherfuckers billions of dollars annually, for what? That's the question we have to ask. Israel, like, eighth in the world for arms production. Any nigga talking about an Uzi, that's an Israeli weapon. <laughs> Picturing a black Hebrew Israelite with an Uzi. <laughs> Yo, Mecca, are you saying that right? Um, the Black Hebrew Israelite group, the uh, Israelite Kojic, the Church of God. Hold on, hold on. How you gonna have a Israelite Kojic Church? That's Church of God in Christ, right? Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the story. I'm gonna get the story. This news. I'm gonna put this in. A church of God in Christ, Hebrew. Yeah. God and Jesus. Oh, the I. See what it is. What it is is. Oh, here we go. Okay. Keep reinventing the title of Christianity so motherfuckers will follow the Bible. Don't give a fuck what you say you are. Why would you stay in that Bible? Pick anyone you say you're a Hittite Israelite. And I read the King James Version of the Bible. <laughs> so check this out. Here we go. Here we go. FBI raids two East Harlem churches, CBS New York. November 1st, 2016, FBI agents raided two churches in East Harlem on Tuesday. Investigators cordoned off the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ on Madison Avenue Tuesday afternoon. Um, some civil rights organizations have called the Black Separatist Church a hate group. Agents raided the Bethel Church of our Lord Jesus Christ on 3rd Avenue. The FBI only confirmed that they executed court-ordered law enforcement action at this at the location. Hold up, man. There's another one. Had a longer fucking. That's some bullshit. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, well, um, what I took from the movie. Um, the in New Jersey, IRS agents 
at the scene confirmed there was an active investigation into the church. Um, that um, members of the church and then and can be seen wearing colorful blue, black, and red tunics with sashes. LeBron. Yes, sir. The only faction I respect come out of Christianity. Because it was, you know, not only because it's about the best my grandmother, and my grandmother taught me to be African, but it's the AME Church. That's the old, African Methodist Episcopal. 17, like 99. Feel me? They recognize they're African. They ain't got no problem with that. They got the cross with the red, black, and green. Feel me? I said I went to I went to and they got a and they got a black Jesus black black man on that wall in that book. He being black man on the wall. Feel me? And, and, and any 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 talk that's black first, they open their doors. Feel me? Yeah, this from my experience. I went to one of their schools in in um, North Carolina, Livingstone College. It's an A and me. You can you can break the word Methodist down however you want to, but I take the root word from a method, African method. We're gonna put an African twist to this mythology. I can work with that. It's easier because I can get to them saying that the African first, second, or third easier than the Hebrews were is, and they at least stay in the book. <laughs> these motherfucking black Hebrew Israelites, these these niggas is trying to change. They, 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 I mean, this, this, since I've been away, when I was a Muslim for 10 years, I ain't never heard no black Hebrew Israelite. These niggas popped up, from my knowledge, after people start getting more knowledge of Egypt and of not fucking with no religions. You see what I'm saying? They was, they was over here. My uncle Pete was a, was a Hebrew Israelite in the 70s. Well, they definitely was here 80s, 90s, because, you know, if you went up on Jamaica Ave, they had their table out there. Yeah. Same way the Muslims had their table out there. Same way you see the 5% brothers out there. Yeah. So they was, they was in the 70s, because so my uncle, he was a Hebrew in the early 70s. He was a like 70s. I'm talking about like California. Y'all know y'all back east. And, and you know y'all got y'all got different ethnic demographics, Cubans, Jamaicans, African, and so forth. So I can see that. But nigga, Harahe Ruiz told me down these niggas is in Hollywood wearing WWF uniform in, in Brigalia. Yeah, I see. That shit was out. In, that shit wasn't out. Goddamn me, no, ten, fifteen years ago. I didn't see these niggas out here nowhere. Yo, I tell you, I see the video of about here, all at the beach and everything. The little wild ones who be in New York was out there at the beach in fucking California going crazy. But uh, for me, too, I think that, you know, um, venues like Sardiddy TV has helped with the rise oh, of yeah. them as well, particularly happening down south. Mm-hmm. Now, these fools had always been, you know, up in Harlem, like to say, you know, you see him here, you might see him on Fulton in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Little spots. Nobody paid them no motherfucking attention. Mm-hmm. It was clowns. Yeah. So I never did he made them legitimate. And I wonder if you seeing them in Cali and seeing them popping up now down south, 
last five years if there's any correlation. That's a great assessment. And I I, I wouldn't be surprised if this shit hit right on the head, because I know it's to be hit right on the head. He is a double-edged sword, that camera. And by them niggas looking for an opposition to what Seti was saying so much, trying to create a way for polite, because you needed somebody easy to bash on. And because, let's be real, the easiest thing to dissect is the Bible. Before we all, I know when I was a youngster, I found contradictions in it. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't never been an issue. But it gives you another reason to follow it under a new title, under this new culture. That never was there before. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also, one person still go, you know, like I was saying, I watched a little Birth of a Nation today. That's what I took from the movie. That's a movie that a Hebrew Israelite or a Christian needs to watch. Why, Mikhail? If you're going to use the Bible for anything, it will go like Dr. Clark said. We're the only people who use those for instruments of liberation. A cracker bitch taught that nigga the Bible. He learned it better than them other crackers did. See what I'm saying? And took heed to the words. The nigga, the, the real shit, you know, it was a very vague overview of, 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 of and you can see that Fox gave him very little money for the production of that movie. You see what I'm saying? The cast was small, so they couldn't go too much various points because they had to stay within confines of the storyline. First thing I found was they using this nigga to go teach the other motherfuckers to keep them in check. That shows you the whole purpose for Christianity in America. For, for us. It's to keep us in, in check, in control, to govern your morality. So when you ever think about uprising, the master's here to help and serve you. Master took you out the bush. Master civilized you. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, the fact that he was he got same shit with the prison system now, where the pastor can come in there and catch you, you know, in the hole. Even Malcolm X showed that. The white pastor came and he was able to visit him in the hole. That's to help break your morality. That's why they want to know what your what your faith is, so they know how to get to you. See what I'm saying? What is it that you use? What doctrine do you use to dictate whether you right or wrong? How you move. And the one thing that they punished him for, they're making money off this. The cracker master is the same cracker he grew up with as a young boy. Master's son. Now he's, he's running the plantation. And what pissed them crackers off, he baptized the white man. Now, the question you have to ask is this. Why are you going to punish the nigga? Why would a cracker come to you to get baptized? Just ponder on that for a minute. And we know it to be true. So you can go to some black churches right now, you're going to find a cracker. Come up in there. And even though we worship in the myth, it's energy in that motherfucker. Because we, be we have the ability to give life a dead shit. So let's focus on that for a minute. They punishing this brother. Matt and that turn in this movie. What you think though? You you baptize a nigger baptizing a white man? 
Hmm? So he arguing with the other a fat cracker with a long beard who know the Bible too. So he's saying basically he's saying he using the uh, uh, Calvinist perspective of the Bible how our, uh, uh, they're looking over the lesser breeze and how we need to submit to them as them being higher men and so forth. And Nat Turner hitting him back with the same words. And he got to call and behold of the false prophets who wear false sheets. And they got to whipping and disciplining. And that was the turn for right there. He was okay. He wasn't okay. He was frustrated that they raped his wife. Frustrated that he had to uh, 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 tell another brother who, you know, another white man came over there and seen one of the slaves' wives. And, you know, she is a slave. He wanted her. And he about, he about to go off and kill the cracker about the shit, and he basically calmed him down. And they they come see the sit the queen when she coming back after having to do you know the most horrendous things to this cracker, and they comforted her. He didn't have a revolution then. He didn't he didn't, he didn't call for revolt then. All this it's building up though. After they whipped him and laid him there, and the first thing he did he told him he hit him like a large Muhammad did Malcolm X. After they uh, uh uh they 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 bull whipped him and left him sitting there for like a couple of days, you know, his morale broken. The other slaves lighting candles, you know, because he's the he's the preacher. You see what I'm saying? He's the preacher. He can know no wrong. He mastered the Bible from when he was a young boy, slave or not. The word civilized him. You see the point I'm making? Like I said, he said the Bible's the absolute, right? Just like how Muslims teach the Quran, you know, to youngsters at a young age, they can know no wrong because they memorize the Quran from, they can recite in Arabic. Well, he's speaking, he's speaking the Queen's English, and he knows the Queen, the King's Bible better than anybody. How can he do any harm? This, I'm seeing the movie, right? It's a good book. I mean, it's a good movie for the so-called white Christian or black Christian and the black Hebrew Israelite. He stood up that day. All right, boy, you learn your lesson? Oh, yeah, I learned my lesson. Yeah, uh, clean up. And uh, you can't preach for a while. That hit him right there. That hit him right there. Now, if you've been trained to, to be a boxer, like my Ali and so forth, and you can't box no more, it becomes more political because they see the influence you have. This nigga had the ability to turn crackers out. Go back to our influence. He and Uncle Tom, in this perspective in the movie, because he's teaching Christianity, but he still got an influence on these crackers. He believed the book more than they do. Even though it's been given to him as a tool to keep him enslaved. It's a good movie for the Christian and the black people. If you're going to use it, use it for, for how Nat Turner did it in the movie. Because they're going to say, well, Nat Turner was a Christian. Yeah, but that nigga was killing crackers when he had enough, when he used the Bible to do so. You can, you can use the Quran against the Arab. We've done it in the past. Like, we're the only ones who going to do it, though. The white Christian ain't going to use it to fight by your person because he's benefiting from it. The Arab ain't going to use it in regards to fight Arab imperialism because he benefits from it. Any social system you go into, you're going to find 
a, a, a superiority complex given to black people, whether it be Islam, even in India, even, see, that's another topic we should get into, how the first governed stratification or social system where the, the uh, 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 Dravidians and these motherfucking other Indians, the caste system is so fucked up there, they can never be nothing even in the afterlife. And the Vedas is a book, and it's crazy because when you look at their history, their history, they got monarchies, they got uh, 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 stone structures and so forth. All that shit stops, and then the first period comes where all you get now is so-called literature. That's where the Vedas come from. When you look up Indian culture, we should, we should have a show on that, Brother Born, in, in the future, and really break that down because that's the first caste system because that was, you know, as uh, uh, even Walter Williams says it, when the crackers came from the ice, if you notice, they came down the west side first. You see what I'm saying? Some of them went to India first and caused hell over there when that last, glaciate, that last glaciation period came and then ice started to be thawing out. You see what I'm saying? Why you get a lot of uh, albinism, a lot of, uh, they say, you know, the first cracker is the Indian. You see what I'm saying? Cost them, cost them, uh, 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 them, not them, 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 them uh, the mountain ranges out there. You know what I'm talking about. If you've got geography and you're looking down, what separates Tibet and India, for example, and China, that little big mountain range that you see in that area. But, uh, yeah, the film, in regards to, um, the control aspect of it, even to the, you know, to even justify killing the cracker, he used the Bible. You see what I'm saying? If you're going to use it, that's how you're supposed to use it. All this other shit, these niggas are standing on these street corners and will talk all this shit and fight us, but won't even fight the motherfucking white Jews that's impersonating them niggas. That's the first thing I said to the black Hebrews. Like, nigga, well, what you want to do about the white Jews, nigga? Huh? These niggas still in your legacy and they still here. Why you, why you fighting the black power community? He ain't gonna give no answer. So he 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 suffered from self hate, finding a mythological tribe of people that he identifies with, and he's identifying with the mythology of the people, in spite of dealing with the reality of what he really is, who he is, what he must be, and where he must go. Black Bob. Sue, let me ask you this. How close of an actual depiction do you think that movie was to the Nat Turner that you know from, you know, your research on him? It wasn't, okay, from what I got, what the brother did, he focused on the Christianity side of, you know, because there's a lot of myth that's about Nat Turner. You see what I'm saying? He focused on him knowing how, see, that's one thing that they had to admit. Him knowing how to read early. And him knowing that Bible. You understand the point I'm making, brother? It's Brother Griff, right? Yep. That's how I think he focused on. It's he he left a whole lot out. But I think but if you look at what's the brand and putting in the whole story, the fact that he knew how to read and he knew the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. I'm listening. You've seen it, right? So in the end, yeah, what was the contention that, that he fell out with? The same motherfuckers who taught him didn't they weren't they weren't doing living the life. Mm-hmm. I don't. To me, it was like 
I don't ever even think he saw them as, as men of that book. You know what I'm saying? It almost seemed to me as like they wanted people who didn't know who Nat was to make him think he was that much of a of a fanatical Christian. I don't right. Think he was, I don't, huh? Right, I agree with that. Yeah, because I don't think he was that fanatical with it. I think by the time from that I know, nigga, he would have been sparked that shit off. Especially after they beat his wife up, it would have been going down. Not necessarily right after, but he would have been plot like it's going down. I wouldn't even needed to do all that back and forth with the white rev. And it was just a real heavy connotation on that book, giving him so much. Uh, his back, that's like, that's like it was his backbone. You know what I'm saying? Like without that book, I didn't see no war. They didn't have no warrior. They made it seem like without that book, he had no warrior in him. That's what I'm okay, okay, okay. You know in the story, I could you can I, I feel you can take that position. But look at for the layman, look what they had to omit. Look at all those crackers that was comfortable with him reading. Mm-hmm. Look at those crackers that was comfortable with him reading to other slaves. Yeah, but that's not true, brother McCorrup. Yes, but they probably Fox, you know what I'm Fox saying? Like that, people, you, you, you lost your life if you got caught reading. That, that's not true. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They made the movie, right? What made him snap? Because I'm talking about the movie. I'm, I'm not talking about Dollar Bond or, or, or no. Professor Nat Turner. I'm not talking about Professor Nat Turner. I'm talking about what the movie. You asked about the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what I'm saying about the movie is, yeah, it's. His wife got uh, uh, raped. He told another brother he needs to be okay with his wife getting raped. Y'all peep that part out, right? Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't seen mm-hmm. What made him snap? He got whipped for baptizing a white man. Just ponder on that for a minute. I remember. I remember, y'all. That's yeah. what made him snap. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, because they both killed him. For baptizing that fucking white man. They about killed him and they put him in the Jesus pose out there on the fucking thing. Out there in the middle of the goddamn street. You right. Well you gotta you gotta remember though. He didn't get his ass whooped for beating a white man. He got his ass whooped for trading them words with the cracker when the cracker was telling him shit. So it was almost like nigga, you now okay, you didn't baptize this white man, we checking you on it, and now you talking shit. All right, now you out of line, nigga. You done lost the authority, uh, uh, the, the the boundaries. You done crossed those boundaries being where you don't know who the slave and who the master. Cause now they beat him out of fear. Remember, remember, remember after he was laying right there in the same white. He, he was smarter than the white boy. They grew up together. We're talking about the movie. Thank you. Yeah, when they first movie, when the, that's another part like when it first came on, too. They showed that they they had a voodoo ritual. You peep that out? So a lot of people still yeah. have some knowledge of their self. Said, nigga, you're going to be a leader. Feel me? They had to put that in there. Yeah. Next, I missed gonna be, that part. I came in a little bit after that part. When, you first, when it first come on, his mm-hmm. parents bring him as a young boy to a voodoo. They having a big ceremony, nigga. They dance and everything. And the youngsters, he talked to the youngster, nigga, you're going to be a leader, nigga. You're going to be a cold motherfucker when you grow up, nigga. Gave gave. Gave him that uh, 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 Zulu type of uh, 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 shaman, basically, spoke, spoke of his prophetic rise. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's why. So then, then it come on 
why the white woman took to him so much and taught him the Bible. That's why that bitch was crying. She was responsible for that shit. <laughs> huh? She wasn't crying because she sympathized with her. She taught that nigga how to read. And then when he goes to this, this they, he like, damn, he, this nigga's young. He learned quick. You know how long it took me to try to get my niggas to learn how to read? And the other nigga looked at him funny. Tell me, look at the, they made the movie. Look at the little subliminals. Get about the first place. Right oh, well, I'm going to tell you something, though, right? Um, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Fucking, um, not though his mother or his grandmother knew how to read. His mother or his grandmother knew how to read. They had to because the white woman rolled up on the mother and was like, yo, I her not know how to read. You know what I'm saying? She was like, what? I'm going to whoop him good. I'm going to get him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. And then she was like, no, 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 it's all right. Send him by. I'm going to come get him. Send him by the house. You know what I'm saying? So one of them knew how to read, either the mother or the grandmother. Somebody out there knew how to read and was teaching them already. Right. Okay. Right. So Nat Turner, not the movie now, what do we know about his life? From his words, it was his mother and his father who taught him how to read and write. Well, then that could be implied with inside of the movie because he knew how to read before the white woman. The white woman found out he knew how to read, and then one, and then and then took him in and like really cut that education off and gave him the Bible, whatever they was reading to him. I having to read. She, interfered in that. Mm-hmm. And his his in the in the movie, his next at the same time his granny died. But that coincides with the lie in William Styron's book. In William Styron's book he doesn't have Nat Turner, mother and father teaching him how to read and write. He has the Cracker Beast bitch teaching him how to read and write. And that's what the the dude said that he said. But according to Nat Turner, in the interview, the only interview he gave to the cracker Thomas Gray, he says it's his mother and father that taught him how to read and write. Yeah, but remember on the interview with the boy Nate Parker, he alluded to the fact that he was using the William Styron version. Well, I thought he shitted on that. I didn't get that from him. I got from him in that interview that he wasn't. That's why when. The family he, had mentioned that he had that in there. That was the original. He never mentioned the original. Okay. E- either way, either way, when you read these things, you still have to put some 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 common sense into what you know about information and how you receive it, right? Whether or not his parents knew how to read or write, they have to omit that because let's be let's be real. Learning is contagious. It's a virus, if you will. So you don't know who will get infected with it. And you and it's hard to keep information to yourself, especially when you see that we the we the architects of writing and reading. See what I'm saying? So wouldn't be surprised a lot of motherfuckers who was familiar with reading in a sense. But the global people in the big number, especially like down south, oh yeah. Even when you watch Django they had to omit that. He was a house nigga, but he was even overseeing masters 
uh, uh, books. He was his goddamn bookie. So please believe. See, they can't, on one hand, they, they have to, it was punishable by death. Just if niggas was caught reading. The wrong nigga. But you watch both these movies and a few other movies, even 12 Years of a Slave. These niggas, they had to keep showing niggas, was, niggas didn't know how to read. The problem was if you was a free man knew how to read. See what I'm saying? If you're not uh, uh, for the aspirations of keeping master's business in check with your talents, nigga, you was an opposition that needs to be handled. So, uh, you know, I'm just looking from, you know, y'all asked about the movie, you know. I'm sucking in and conveying what I saw in the movie. I just watched it like an hour ago. So, that's what, you know, that's what's fresh in my mind regarding this image they're trying to convey because they, they paid for the movie. And, yeah. you know, we know this, this shit ain't even in the course of what really happened to Fresnel Turner. But let's, what are they trying to say? See what I'm saying? No doubt. Let me ask Who was you really this, Do you think that movie was an attack on the legacy of uh, Nat, the way they put that shit out? Do you think that they were intentionally looking to, you know what I'm saying, destroy that, 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 that image of that warrior, that real revolutionary Nat Turner that, that we know of? Historically, of, of course, they try to diminish his legacy in regards to what he really was fighting for by saying that it basically was basically upon uh, his uh, strong convictions that lie within his, you know, how he felt about the Bible. We know that has to be true because he had to tie in his oppression, his suffering with the Bible first, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So his conditions, more or less, so and saying, you know, if, you know, nigga, I do have the upper hand. You know, when you know how to read, and that gives you a, a sense of, of knowledge. And then when you're dealing with other crackers who say that they're, you know, superior and they can't even read, it do something to you. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to look at all people had extraordinary gifts in bodies of slavery that had left, you know, imagine, you know, not just reading, you know, and creating inventions. When this cracker came in and you see in his position as on paper, only when he's saying that he has a divine authority over you. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even if you have a great engineering skills, you're still a nigger because of this this doctrine, which is you, the Bible. You see what I'm saying? What happens mm-hmm. though when a nigger masters that motherfucker? That's what I say. My position is it's a it's a film that the Christian needs to really identify with. If y'all gonna use that mm-hmm. Bible, use it like the nigger in that Turner did. Because y'all not gonna read the confessions in that Turner. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna spend too much time on any book outside the Bible, right? But they'll go watch that film. Mm-hmm. And if I know that they watch that film, I'm gonna load their ass into a, a little trap and say, "Nigga, you see how he used it?" Because if I bring them that Turner, they, the only thing they did with that Turner is the fact that he was a, a preacher, right? Mm-hmm. Were you talking to a Christian? But he was. See, when that, well, y'all gonna throw away Christianity? That Turner was a Christian. He <laughs> sure was, but he was killing crackers, wasn't he? Yeah. Because they were sheep in wolf clothing, right? <laughs> oh, oh. Wolves and sheep clothing. However y'all didn't say it in y'all book, he's he seen they faults in it. Y'all motherfuckers more or less supporting all their theories. Y'all ain't even been nothing about the white Jews. But y'all going to attack the black power community? Man, kiss my ass. Y'all ain't on that, that Turner. You know what I'm saying? That's how the perspective I take from it. Do you think that's something that would be uh, beneficial for the youth to see as opposed to something like Django or something like that? 
I didn't see no I didn't see no empowerment in that movie. I saw, you know what I'm saying? You know, some of both movies is budget. Mm-hmm. But you, do you think they should they could have show him busting some real heads like on some, you know what I'm saying? Do you think they could have showed a much more revolutionary now, even with the budget that they had? It was like, you know, because when I saw that shit, man, I was like, okay, they make crackers feel real, real lovely. Like, basically, niggas ever get out of hand, nigga, you just put the motherfucking heat on them niggas like this, and them niggas just going to never give you a problem again. And then they Another thing, with the, love yeah. thing that they show in the movie was saving the deal. See, all this shit rise, they, they come out with political movies like this mm-hmm. with the times. Anybody see mm-hmm. Geronimo? I didn't never see the whole thing all the way through. Well, so about the, the latest version that they came out with or like the one that came out like in like early 2000s and shit? That one. Okay. Go watch that movie. Now, Geronimo, whether they say it was meth or whether they say it really happened, you know, Native Americans known for, you know, having visions, right, or going to see like, like African people being caught in a way. But they culture so entwined with African culture, right? And he and he heard that he would be hauled off on a long journey on the iron horse, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when Geronimo riding, Geronimo, even the movie, broke down two things for me. The nature of the cracker and the position of Native Americans and Mexicans. Mexicans ain't Native Americans. In the movie, they even showed that. They had to. That nigga's nickname was the Mexican Killer. You hear me? Mm-hmm. That blew my mind away. Damn, John Mo nickname was Mexican Killer. His biggest contention was with Mexicans, who are what half breed. This is the point I'm making. Half breeds. The word Mexican is mixtizo, mix. Native, Spaniard, and Black. Right? They identify with the Spaniards, though, right? Even though they fought for their independence, they still take on Spanish monarchy. And ninety five percent of their fucking demographics is Catholics, right? Mm-hmm. So before the point maker, before Geronimo could even get in tune with fucking with the United States government, he had to fight these Mexicans. Like we're gonna have to fight these half breed house niggas. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They couldn't catch him, so they hired mercenaries, Texans. In the movie, they even saw this in the movie. The Texans didn't give a fuck whether he was Apache, Wapaho. It didn't matter. They was Mojave. He was killing any Native American that they seen. So they had wiped out a, a, a Native population, a little tribe who wasn't even uh, 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 Apache. And the white man walks through and he says, in the movie, he says, what type of who man would do this? Another white man says, the worst white man on the face of the earth, the Texan. Thought about George Bush when he said that, right? Now, they used the same tactics or the portrayal in Geronimo as they did in that Turner's movie that came out, Love of a Nation. This is something we need to know about the white man in warfare. When the radical leader wouldn't turn himself in, they was killing all Indians. Like they was killing all slaves hanging up for trees. They showed this in the movie, right? Geronimo did the same thing that Nat Turner did in the movie. Turned himself in. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But I seen and a more that, honorable depiction of that motherfucker, though. That was his portrayal the, uh-huh. the, in the By movie. The showed it. When he said that he would be going for a long journey on an iron horse, it was the train. It took the nigga from, I think they captured Geronimo somewhere in like Arizona somewhere. It took him all the way back to Florida. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Put him in the prison. Exile. Three things we have to recognize if you're going to be a revolutionary leader that you're going to be hit with with this white man. Exile, death, or jail. I'm going to throw a fourth one in. Becoming a traitor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I'll put both in the movie now, turn the same thing, you know, turn yourself in. Now, to prove that the white man has a government and not a lynch mob, why do you think he stopped them niggas from beating them to death? He has to hang in the public to show that we run authority. No matter how heinous <laughs> the crime, even if it's a slave, mm-hmm. he's going to get a proper hearing, a judge. Same, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it was like to reassure the white people that we got this nigga and we're going to hang him for all y'all to see so y'all ain't going to have to worry about this motherfucker no more. All right. Now, in Django, see, Django, Quentin Tarantino spent a lot of time showing the nature of the different variety of white men in that movie. For a white Jew who's a bounty hunter to kill another white man in the middle of the street in front of a black slave for that bread. So he can show that aspects of it. So I'm saying, uh huh. He had the money, he had the time. He wrote the script. Fox wasn't finna give him that nigga, you know. And in his position, really, his position, really, because because his white wife probably a Christian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, let me. Now you heard when he was on the motherfucking Breakfast Club, and they was like, you know. Well, how come did you deliberately keep out the part where, you know, when that went on his tyrant, you know, when, when he went on his revolutionary spree, he killed women, children, babies. They was like, did you deliberately not show that? Or, like, what was the take on that? Because I've never seen him killing any children or babies. And he said the boy said about, well, if you heard him read a passage out the Bible, he said in that passage, you know, uh, when you start this type of uh, – uh, 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 you know, this type of operation, what have you, paraphrasing, then, you know, you must kill men, women, children, and babies. He said, so by him saying that, I basically let people kind of use their imagination that, that he had to go ahead and kill all, you know, men, women, child, and baby. You remember him saying that on that on the Breakfast Club? Or you wasn't on the line when we watched that shit? I didn't see the Breakfast Club, but I did see that snippet. They showed that verse in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they made sure that they put Egypt in it. They showed Egypt, and they showed the rise. They said, and kill all women, children, and babies. Then they went to the killing. But if you look at the killing, it was very vague. Mm-hmm. They just showed them going really in the house. Heard, you, you heard the hacking, and then they came mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, blood on your shirt, some shit. Blood guys. Like Quentin Tarantino, he going to give you that blood. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you watch Trumpers of a Slave, they want to give you the, uh, it's a drama. See, you could depict, see, this this cracker, Hollywood's so crazy, you could depict any story, but it, what, what genre is it going to fall under? Thriller? Drama? See, the drama is going to show you the harshness of being a slave every day. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Now, let me ask you this. If you was a white person and you saw that, 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 that birth of a nation, what would, what would be your reaction? Just if, if you can even put yourself in the mind of a Neanderthal and shit. Would you be shook up like, oh, shit, Whew, I would never do, I would never get my hand in no slavery and shit. How would you feel coming out that flick? First off, what makes us think that crackers today ain't fond and don't have any knowledge of Nat Turner? I'm not, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying seeing that fucking movie, would that make you, what would be your feeling as far as, would you be afraid of some niggas coming up out of there? Some African movies coming up? Not at all. Or why no. would you not? Just based on what you saw. No. Did you see did you see African posing any threat to them crackers in that movie? Not at all. Black power, that's what. Now at the end of the day, it's, the the day, it's a movie. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I'm just trying to show, you know, I'm just wanting the, the you know, the family to hear the way that the, the, the shit was depicted. Now, when I walked up out of motherfucking Django, I'm like, man, it was a lot of, it was some niggas sitting there, but that nigga was busting some crackers. Hey, I, 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 I like the movie just because of the, that shit, to me, a cracker coming out of there was a little bit shook up, to me. Because the way he was busting ass, and then the nigga got away. You know what I'm saying? Rolled off in the sunset with his queen. Regardless of all the other fucked up shit that might have happened in there, that nigga crushed them crackers, blew their fucking heads off, and rolled away with his queen in the sunset. Did anybody even look at the budget? Did anybody even look at the budget of the guy <laughs> nigga to make the movie? Nah. I pressed it. Look at it like this. Look at it like this, right? The highest paying actor actress on there had to be Gabriel Union, right? Check. More or less, yep. Check. What was the longest role she played in? I'll probably get fucked and shit. Coming out the that, cabin, I don't know. <laughs> he said exactly. <laughs> How long was the movie? Little one was it little under two? Just around two? Two hours? An uh, hour and thirty minutes? Yeah, it wasn't that long. The movie was short. They didn't even have enough money to pay for the leading actress. You, you feel me? They 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 got her. But they was, uh, you got me for a scene or two, nigga, with this budget you offering me. Mm-hmm. Huh? Name one CGI image. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Special effects. They, 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 Fox gave that nigga a small budget for that movie. I agree with you. Small budget to defame the motherfucking ancestor. That's what I saw. That's why I say that the movie was very vague. Mm-hmm. You right. Damn there. You could also take a person and say, damn, that was a low-budget movie, being that Fox produced it. But yeah. still, okay, even with that said... Anybody see Uncle Cabin, uh, uh, Uncle Ben's Cabin? Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uh, uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. I seen some clips. I, I think I seen it a while back. It's been so fucking long, but you ever watched the whole thing? Nah, that was a long flick, wasn't it? Uncle Tom's Cabin was almost three hours, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Nah, they showed them turning uh, 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 
a, a quick depiction. They was getting in their ass though. <laughs> but see, who, who made the, see, that's why sometimes see see when we when movies like that come out, you got to get on niggas like Spike Lee. Nigga got the script. <laughs> Hollywood got enough money to buy the script and change it, right? Mm-hmm. Spike Lee should have came to that shit and said, "Man, hold on, man, you ain't, you know." And, and could have did a little, a little better with the, with the whole depiction of it. You see what I'm saying? He, he shouldn't have the winter box. Matter of fact, nigga, you married to a white woman. I'm gonna buy the script from you, and I'm gonna de- I'm gonna depict the role. And you know the funny part is he said this shit was like eight years in the making, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole lot of. Shaping and molding. That's a whole eight years looking for eight years looking for somebody who was gonna support the budget. Mm-hmm. The script done. The, the autobiography is the book. Feel me? Mm-hmm. I mean, eight years and nobody want to fuck with trying to even produce. They don't want to go down that road. That's an actually historical event too. So then, why now? Then why you thought? Why you think now he finally got the money to do the shit? If that was the case in the first place, timing is everything. You see what I'm saying? We see a lot of You really think that was his script? Go ahead. You really think that was his script? Oh, okay. At the time when Django came out. What was going on? Trayvon Martin was real big, right? Mm-hmm. See, timing is everything. But see, even with the coming of the movie and the times we're living in, there wasn't no support for the, for the movie. That's how you know the budget was small. Mm-hmm. Niggas seen headliners for the movie like a week before it came out. Whenever you get over a blockbuster or average film, then you're going to get headliners about a month before the shit come up. Coming. Even if they even real good six months, three, four months. Feel me? Coming mm-hmm. in July. <laughs> it was more headliners for uh, Hidden Colors than it was for that shit. Yeah. And see, I always, when I watch the movie, I ain't going to even lie. First thing that came to my mind was Boondocks with Catcher Freeman. You ever seen that one, Brother Griff? Mm-mm. Nah, I haven't. Anybody seen that? The Bulldogs or Catcher Freeman? Yeah. See how Pops had one, Grandpa had one version of Catcher Freeman. Catcher Freeman was a cold <laughs> nigga who, 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 you know, the slaves was ready ready to kill Master, and there was only one house nigga. He was going to write a script. And the slave, he showed how the field niggas was swearing the house niggas was, and the Catcher Freeman was going to come through and cut that, that cracker crack. Oh, how you say it? Cut that cracker head clean off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how Captain Freeman was, I mean, this nigga was a gorilla nigga. I mean, he had gorilla tactics, hop out of a tree, snapping niggas' necks. You know, was doing it for the love of his wife. You know what I mean? Was going for petition, the petition of French slaves. And now this is his great, 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 great cousin. And all that shit. And then Ruckus comes in there. And Ruckus says, <laughs> and Ruckus says nigga, you ain't talking about Captain Freeman. You're talking about Catch A Freeman. He was the greatest. A creation the white man ever made. He this nigga swung from trees, nigga. He was catching free man for the white man. He could sniff he could sniff niggas out. He said he could talk to the hounds. 
and all that shit. He was he was betrayed by Jack Hezebel, who you know who left uh, 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 kept him preoccupied uh, uh, while they had an uprising, you know. And then uh, Riley, no, not Riley. Here he goes and finds the real depiction how uh, Master had a half breed son who knew how to read. And he was uh, writing scripts. And he was in love. He fell in love with the, uh, one of the sisters in the house. When she wasn't paying attention to that nigga, she, was, she had a revolution on her mind. And he got wind of the revolution. She, I mean, the sister was running things. The sister was part of the date. They was going to have the riot. When they was going to do it. How they was going to do it and so forth. And right before the date that happened, you know, the master's his daddy. So he was giving them some some uh, uh, compliments on some things he had did, and he said, oh, he read a script, and he said the son that made it, you know, he called him son. So then he heard that, and he did what the house nigga did, same shit that they did in the movie, Brother of a Nation, the youngster went back, told Master everything that happened. So they going to have an uprising and so forth, but she never told him the day. So right after he told Master, that's when the revolution had started. So when they fighting, the queen is fighting with, with Master, and the house nigga who was in love with her, who was Master's son, got the rifle pointed, and he was going to shoot her and missed and hit Master. And when he hit Master, everybody was like, oh. So that's what Huey said. He decided to jump ship and take credit for it and get the Like, yeah. So the house nigga, when he started Master, he was like, yeah. That's what you get, cracker. <laughs> so he took the credit and got the queen, and that was the end of the story. So both Ruckus and Pops walked out the house. Because both of them had put a little fiction to the movie, but in actuality, if we put the historical events of what really happened in context with the social events that was happening, we have a deep, parasitic, feudalistic relationship with white folks. Mm-hmm. Slavery was a flesh-on-flesh trade and business. And white folks have been breeding with us for a long motherfucking time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit, Thomas yeah, Jefferson claimed to make a Go ahead. Um, I want to know, like, you know what I'm saying? Did you feel like, cause you, cause you, you talked about the, uh, the, the, um, voodoo ceremony at the beginning of it, and how they kept referencing back to it throughout the movie. I want to know, do you feel like that they get that they use that for his? Who sources fit more than the Christianity, or do you think that it was all the way like they was just saying, fuck that, you know, it's just about the Christianity? It was the ceremony. See, that's an omission that you have to give as a parent or an elder to your kids. You'd be surprised at what they remember. And when we have these birthday parties, when we have these ceremonies for the legacy of this youngster at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years old, we need to embed in them characteristics that they're going to remember that's going to stick with them. So even though he was brainwashed with the, with the, with the manuscript of the enemy, taught how to read or, or, or sharpened on how to read by the enemy, at the end of the day, it was, what that, it was the message his people had taught him as a youngster what he would be, that he found the most comfort in in his darkest moments. And, you know, those dark moments when you feel like you're alone and powerless. You see what I'm saying? When you power, when you feel powerless, you look to anything that's going to gravitate to putting your position to opposite of what it's in. You see what I'm saying? 
on that app. I just, yeah. I just think that I, I just think that I gave more credence to that than, than Brother Griff. You know what I'm saying? And the rest of the family. I just feel like that's one spot that I paid. That's one thing that I just really I was so grateful that the brother, uh, you know, what I'm saying, dropped that jewel into the into the movie because I feel like it, it more showed him getting his strength more from his from his ancestor. It says his ancestral uh, spirituality and just using the white man's shit just just for what it was, you know, just to use it just to get his people. I mean, that's what I took from it because what I seen was they kept reverting back to him in the woods doing that, you know what I'm saying, reverting back to that ceremony, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and each time it was like, you know, farther and farther within the ceremony. And we know the ceremony. We know the ceremony is rites of passage. It's a, it's a uh, you know, boyhood to manhood ceremony. You know what I'm saying? So so when you see at the end of the movie, you see that he's there. You see that it's there. You see what I'm saying? He's, he, he has reached that point. You know what I'm saying? Because now when he goes in there, you see the boy mm-hmm. turns into the man. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I mean, I don't know. I just took that as the foundation to the movie more than the Christianity shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just me because they they showed that two or three times before they ever showed him with a Bible. It ain't really showing pushing that Bible shit to a down there hour into the movie. You know what I'm saying? And, and and you you really before that you see that more of the foundation is within the within the African society. Black power. Black power. You know my thing was this, though, bro, Tim. It wasn't that that I didn't see that those, those reflections, but that takes a sharpened motherfucker's mind. That was my posture, man. A nigga who know what time it is can peep that. But the way that they, if you trying to balance it out, you know what I'm saying? The average motherfucker, like like brother brother uh, Mekaron saying, shit, this shit for a Christian or for a Hebrew, because. More of what you see is him getting power from that damn book. You know what I'm saying? But I, I saw the little, you know, the reflections on that shit, but I don't feel like a nigga who, you know, that take a motherfucker who has to have a, a chisel blind to me to be able to make that connection just to lay mine. I don't think they're going to be able that's to make why, that connection. That's why I feel like it was so important, because you told me last time when you came into the movie, you know what I'm saying? And I feel mm-hmm. like there's some crucial pieces, bro, that I feel like if, if you've seen it, it will make the whole picture look, See more clearer, you know. So what they really put? I mean, to me, man, it's a uh, it's 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 exposing that the black preacher shit and Bible shit, bro. This this on the, it's just it's just a, it's like goddamn me, it's like all that shit we be talking about, my nigga, about the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It, it it really just showing it to you on the screen. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I never got the the idea of him. I never got the feeling of him, you know what I'm saying, using this like he was just a fanatic preacher type shit. You know what I'm saying? I never I never got that. Maybe that's just me, man. I mean, because I heard both of y'all say that, and I respect both of you brothers' opinions to the utmost. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could be wrong, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying for my opinion, I didn't get that, bro. Black Power. Black Power. I'm going to say this right here, right? Is that, I, um, brother... Um, but to make a, a real important old, uh, observation that if you didn't see that, brother Griff, when you if you missed that, missing that at the beginning, how the whole ceremony came on and how it went out, 
it was something that if you watched the whole movie, when you seen the, the tone, because you had seen that whole ceremony take part, it would bring you back to that whole vision because it wasn't like it was a 10-second little ceremony. You feel me? It was mm-hmm. a out the ceremony. It took time, so it was in being ingrained inside your mind. So I think it was important to catch that. I do think that was an important piece to catch. And missing it, it do make you lose some of the context. I'm just listening to what Brother Tim's saying and getting an understanding where he's coming from. I think it does make that happen. Well, you seeing that, Brother Bourne, now do you feel like that was where his, his power came from? Because I'm going to go, now I've got to go get the burnt version just to see that little piece of shit so I can put the shit in there and then weigh it again. But I've got a feeling I don't think that shit going to really sway me too much because from shit I saw. I'm saying, maybe I, I listen, I'm saying this. I'm saying that me having seen the whole movie and seeing the initial voodoo procession, the, the ceremony, seeing them give him that power before he had even been, you know, before. He was so young. He was so young. Yeah, they was did. already saying yeah, he's yeah. gonna be great. You like, gonna be our leader. You know what I'm saying? They had already said. So, so when you know them in that turn up, or you know that he agrees with this. You know what I'm saying? He already knew how to read. You know what I'm saying? He already, he already goddamn me really at that point. What had already established himself within this community as being a leader, as being ahead of his time. You know what I'm saying? And, and they showing it to you. Right there, they showing it to they show and, and they showed a lot. I, I think the brother man, you know, what I'm saying, put a lot of good things in this movie, man. I don't want to. I don't, I feel like man, you cannot diminish this movie, man. You know what I'm saying? To drop it to say he just shitted on the ancestor, bro. Because I really cannot. I cannot agree with that at all. You know what I'm saying? I, I can say that some parts, some parts. You know what I'm saying? That if we we know the we know the true story. You know he he goddamn stretched the shit or he goddamn black some part out outright goddamn lie like with the white woman she's the lead we know that's a goddamn lie right but but you know what I'm saying but I would say that there's way more parts in this movie that's more beneficial bro than them few than them than them. I, I agree with you, brother. Tim. You know what I'm saying? Brother Tim, hold on, hold on one second. I was I was I was answering the question and brother Tim took over. My bad, family. My bad. My bad. I'm gonna mute my phone, brother B. <laughs> about this when I was answering it, I said, God damn, Brother Tim just took right into the answer. Brother, you know I got that bad, family, my bad. Hello, brother. It's good, family, because a lot of the things that you say, I was, I would agree, I agree with. I do, you know, now I don't, I'm not going to say that it's a good movie. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, like I said about the, what I was saying about the um the initial opening, you know, again, and you yeah, watch watch it because to me, knowing that I have while I watched it, I, when they showed them pieces, it just showed me him reflecting back to where he got his power from, because the piece because that's where at the beginning that's where it was saying that it had already told him that that, that that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was already giving him that strength. So every time I seen that little reflection in there, that's what it was. That's to me, that's what it was doing. It was bringing me back to that point where you had seen the whole scene in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Who was you about to say, Mac, 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 Mac,
It's a good movie for the black people, Israel, or the Christians. Because when it first mm-hmm. comes on, when you see that ceremony, it preordains mm-hmm. him before Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the, the climax of the movie, <laughs> he was supposed to be okay with his woman being raped. Right? The first couple, like Brother Tim said, you see him learning how to read as a youngster in the movie. When Master dies, the Master says, I'm going to follow that nigga know how to read or not. He'll be more useful picking cotton. So he picked cotton in the movie from the time he was a youngster who knew how to read until he was of adolescence, manhood. They didn't start using him to preach until the money got low and insurrection started rising. Did y'all catch that part? Mm-hmm. And we know that to be truth, right, brother? Brother Mikariah, am I wrong on that? Mm-hmm. That was part. That's what he said, right? Now the money got low because of the insurrection, or the money got low, which brought about the money got low because the you, 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 uh, brother Griff, you analyzed uh, too much. It was the, the brother Griff, you analyzed too much. It was a, it was a, part, it was a better part, part, part of both. Uh huh. The, the relationship we have with Cracker goes beyond business. He's mixed. Uh-huh. The, cracker, the cracker will tell you don't mix business with pleasure, but he got mixed babies as slaves. Mm-hmm. I can show you some fucked up ass pictures from New Orleans who put down the Judge Scott verdict. But when you look at these slave pictures, it looks like Mervyn catalogs. But white babies, you think they white. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They, they mixed. Mm-hmm. Children, slave children for sale. I'll put this shit in the hangouts later on. Drop the fucking shit out. The whole contention of the movie was him baptizing a white man. Mm-hmm. Okay. How they I, put to that. It was okay. He going down into the the, the, the dungeons with the most rebellious niggas show you like they do today. Force feed niggas. Y'all miss, did y'all miss that? No, we knocked his teeth out shit. Knocked his teeth out, nigga. The force feeding. That was the first thing the cracker do at the slave auction. He want to check them teeth, right? Mm-hmm. So to break this nigga, he wanted to break some teeth. So he losing money. How you the way it go? Force feeding, and he got the nigga teach, preacher teaching him about Jesus Christ. Watch that shit. I think this. It was it was funny because like some of the shit when I saw him preaching, it was like some of the some of his brothers and sisters could see through that shit. Like they're looking at this nigga like niggas, you for real? The shit we banging on, nigga, you coming in here with this bullshit? No, listen to what I'm saying. His position mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. of any other black preacher's position. If anybody's justified for insurrection, it's you, Pastor. You know the Bible better than anybody, and you know their nature. That's, that's what I took from the movie. Mm-hmm. And you needed to be doing more than what the fuck you doing now, my nigga. 
you ain't, you ain't doing that kind of door, nigga, get the fuck out of the community, my nigga. You're not using the Bible. You, you know about better than Master do. That was his position. He had to, he had to rise. He know the Bible better than Master do. When you say that, well, you we think of Dr. Clark. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Queen. You made me think of Dr. Clark when he says that we outpoke the Pope. <laughs> and I want to ask you something because from the time you started talking about this movie, Brother Mikarai, up to now, you, you keep saying how this movie was good for the black Christian, the black um, Muslim, the black Hebrew. So I want to ask you, then what does that mean for, you know, that uh, African, you know, that black person with an African mindset or uh, the revolution, the African revolutionary, the black revolutionary, because I, I'm puzzled by your emphasis on how, you know, it's good for the, those that are caught up in the religion of perversion. So then what does what that I mean, mean by, for those that are not? What, what, I, what I mean by that, sister, is this one here. They don't make movies for us, those who got conscious, those who know history. They make movies for the law. When I say the black, I'm talking about those that are lost, those who gonna use this Bible as a rubric to determine good and bad and how we should watch that movie. Because it's given to you by your master who supports your book. And look how this character's using it. You see what I'm saying? For the, the average red, black, and green individual who knows a bit of history, you know what to take from it. Because they don't make movies for us. You'll never, you very rarely get, you know, because we base it on actual events and facts. We know that's not what they, we're dealing in sensitive times. We're dealing with liars, professional liars. So this is what we're dealing with. So for the layman, niggas who will argue with me with the Bible, and the minute I bring up Nat Turner's revolution, they will focus more or less so on his Christianity part. But damn nigga, look how he used it. Even the movie had to show that. What you doing with it? That's my point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm referencing that Christianity part was, look, 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 what was the big problem? This nigga had an influence over a cracker. That nigga baptized the white man. <laughs> about the devil coming to God, right? So, in reference to Dr. Clark, that's what I took from it too. How we all pope the pope, but we gonna use it to justify right and wrong, and that's gonna be the problem. It's gonna conflict with us. They using where well, they right and wrong, and our right and wrongs are different. But I also tell the individuals, watch the movie, but go read the confessions of not turning yourself. But I know they're not going to read it. I know a nigga that's a little conscious or a sister that's conscious who is, is, is getting the life. She's going to probably pick it up or he may pick it up. I'm, but the ones I'm talking about who not going to read it are going to be these Christians or these black Hebrew Israelites who not going to go outside their motherfucking book, but they'll watch any other documentary. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, I can't wait to see this shit. Yeah, I mean, even if I do what I did, I ain't even going to front. I didn't go to the movies. I went to my local DVD man who's black and cop that joint with the quickness because my nigga told me to go ahead and watch that. You feel me? And uh, did that. This is my assessment for tonight. Uh, it's a short film. Like I said, it really didn't have time to focus on too much nothing given his budget. But he had enough time to show you the contradictions of cracker Christianity. He showed you what the fuck they wanted, what it's for us for. They okay with a nigga that can read and that's a preacher as long as he teaching his people how to stay in motherfucking check. And how when when he go off, there's really a problem. Why did they want so much to go through the game? He could do no wrong. He's a pastor. Y'all was using him. Y'all were using him to teach all these niggas across plantation and plantation about Christianity, and he goes off? See what I'm saying? You're in a, a better position of leadership and influence when you take over that. For these, and who who the main people in the community who got that? These white, these black pastors. You niggas in the community. You niggas got a lot of influence. You niggas, if you niggas rise up, the people going to really have to rise because the pastor can do no wrong. He's doing God's work, right? Hello? I say. The pastor can do no wrong. That's why. That's the reason why most times the the, the, the person that will, you know what I'm saying, I mean, the insurrections we know about, most of them were started by so-called, I call them so-called preachers because, man, they're not really preaching. If they, they're not really a preacher if they're not really goddamn believing that shit. They're really using that. They're just using the word, you know what I'm saying? To, to spark the mind, to spark the revolution. I mean, that's just what it was. I look at goddamn Gregory Prashi. I look at motherfucking uh, Demar Vici. It's the same, same, uh, you know what I'm saying, avenue. And the white boy going to think that, man, this, this long as this, this preacher, long as this preacher boy is, is speaking this shit, shit, I have no problems. They use that shit to, to uh, quell insurrection. You know what I'm saying? But, but a nigga is always going to be smarter than they are. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, some things to keep in perspective when, you know, we analyzing this type of shit. You know, they're making their movies. They're not targeting all type of audience. But they got to confess on that because, you know, white folks know more about that turn of than we do. Believe that. They pass off hands of leadership to govern. If they're going to have their children govern, they're going to let them niggas know how to handle us. So please believe. But in regards to answering the previous question, it's misleading at first. But any individual who watches this, you're going to see how it's a contradiction of Christianity, which is important for me and my position. Because a lot of these motherfuckers, youngsters, whether black and white, they ain't fucking religion, period. How long you to go to Nope. Mm-mm. They barely surviving, right? So if they watch this shit, they're going to first talk about, oh, I call this Bible shit. And then, you know, but then they're going to see... The rape, and then they're going to see, damn, they, the baptism, they, they, they put a lot of focus on that, and him baptizing that white man. And them, that's what they got that ass whooped for. 
I could be the whole other thing right there. You could already you could already see that it was you know, he didn't really show it that it was already uh Matt Turner already was planning the insurrection, but I think in that scene you get a glimpse of you know what I'm saying, the shit was already being planned. Because when the dude goddamn knocks his ass out with the butt of that motherfucking gun, you see big dog over there grabbing mm-hmm. ready ready to rock. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and yeah. he already uh, he already recognizes Nat as the leader because all Nat has to do is say, hold on, nah, don't, not right now. You know what I'm saying? We know that goddamn me, any revolution cannot be emotional. That shit cannot right. be emotional, my nigga. You cannot be just want to, we're going to pop it off today because this happened to me. Fuck that whole ass shit, nigga. Brother Tim. We, we waiting for the day. This the day we say it's going to shine, nigga. This the motherfucking day crack his head roll, my nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Not a day earlier, nigga. Hey, brother Tim. That scene you talking about, you, I almost forgot about that part. Hey, because the pastor can do no wrong. That damn right. How you going to the pastor again with the brothers again? He picked up the shovel real quick and he nodded his hand like, "No, don't do it." Yeah, you saw it there. Mhm. I don't know, man. I just think it's a lot of things, man. That if you a teacher or you a goddamn revolutionary, this movie right here is great for you to goddamn me be able to. You know what I'm saying? Because he sprinkled it, but he ain't really show shit. But goddamn, that's where it's up to you. Goddamn me, bam! Then I'ma tell you a little ass what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Shit, he's showing you right here, man. And the nigga was a soldier. The nigga didn't get out of line and say, "I'm a buck. I'ma cut the cracker head off anyway." Right now, nigga. Now nah, the nigga held down. Hold down, soldier. You know what I'm saying? We gonna rock. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. We gonna rock. Yeah, I did like that scene when my brother said, can I go in there by myself? And that's what made the little traitor run off, the youngster. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, but you see the, the slave master he came from was vicious. That was the same little youngster that greeted him when he was going there to teach the word. Feel me? And, and I think he showed, like, he showed, because you see, you see, like, how them two, like, Matt and the uh, so-called master or whatever, they really kind of grew up together. You know what I'm saying? They grew up together, nigga. But then you see one goes on, the daddy dies, he the master now, and, and that goes to the field. You know what I'm saying? But you see, you see like, the, the differences they go through. I think that nigga did a good job with the characters made in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? As far as as far as what they were going through in the point, how that shit all mixed up and all shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I, I, I would tell the family, man, shit, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't watched that motherfucker, man, go check it out, man. Give it a talk for yourself, man. I mean, I don't give, I don't, I don't really give a damn for nigga disagree with me. People disagree with me all the time, so I ain't tripping about that. But give it your honest opinion. You know what I'm saying? Give it your honest look. You know what I'm saying? Don't just... Listen to what somebody else say and say, nigga, that's what it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? We can't. I, I feel like this is not one that we should look at lightly. You know what I'm saying? This is one that, that I mean, you know what I'm saying? The babies that's at our school went to go see it. They goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Still talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, it gives me a chance to go into some of the things Brother Griff talking about as far as propaganda. Y'all know I love to talk about propaganda, how it's used against us and shit. You know what I'm saying? God damn me. I can go into that with the baby. You know what I'm saying? No matter how old they are. 
You know what I'm saying? Would, would a movie ever lie to you? Would a movie ever got that? Is that is that always the truth you see up there? That's a teach. That's a teaching tool in itself. You know what I'm saying? That's a teaching error in itself. Then it gives you the chance of telling the true story. It gives you a chance of telling the points to even read it. Why should you read? Well, let's look at the movie. Well, goddamn, with the book say this and the movie showing it, well, well goddamn, this is why you should read so you can goddamn get your truth. You know what I'm saying? You told me a chance to teach other things. I mean, and and teach things directly tied in with the movie. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I want to say to the family, man. Peace. Yeah. He made a movie that Grandma go watch. You know what I'm talking about? Because in the movie, that's that's the part they get me. When he went and told his mama and shit, she was like, he, he went and woke his mama up. She was like, oh, oh, baby, I didn't slept too long. He's like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. you ain't got to work today. Now, I like that part. Well, Brother Tim, on one hand, you said Nat Turner was a thorough general because he kept his soldiers in command. But then when they was raiding the plantation and then they saw that the boy had ran off, ran back to his plantation, and they ran into that ambush at the one spot, they act like Nat wasn't uh, militarily, intellectually, militarily intelligent enough to know if he went on ahead to Jerusalem, like they wasn't going to be, that's where all the guns were supposed to be at. Like they wasn't going to be ready for him there, so they just kept on going knowing the boy and went and snitched. So how could you continue okay, going? Okay, well, look, brother, but check this out, brother, girl. Me and you know the true story that they never even made it that far. So so we know that all that, he so, had to really just feel So why would they put it in the movie, though, brother? You know what I'm saying? About that. Why would they put it in the flick? Hey, I, I mean, I, hey, you know what I'm saying? To see you just watch them get mowed down? I don't know what to say on that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I wasn't there with the dude when he made it. I, I would just say, you know, they, that we know. Me and you know, they never even made it to that final shit. So he made now, that particular part. He made that part specifically for motherfuckers. For the crackers. For, for the crackers to no, blow them niggas no. down. I mean, I mean, family, you got to remember it's a movie, bro. So you got to remember that, family. It's entertainment, my nigga. You got to fill in the blank. He felt it. Nah, man, the, it ain't he the in the blank. He made the shit, made the ending. He made the ending, bro. Look. If we want to go by how the truth, how the truth that if we, that's not an exciting ending, family. You know what I'm saying? Well, he never got to the point of of goddamn me a standoff with the crackers or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Not like that. He never they, they wanted to go to Jerusalem, but they never made it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what's the truth? He no. hid in the woods for thirty. He hid in the woods. He hid in the woods and 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 hid in the creeks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, putting that on the movie, man, I mean, I could probably say, he probably was like, man, it's just not going to, you know what I'm saying, be entertaining enough. I don't want to see him go out like that. I at least want to see a little fight or something. I mean, we know it's juiced up. We know that's juice, bro. You feel me? So we cannot, we can't, we can't give it too much of that, bro. We got to just say, okay, man, right here, really, it just really stopped right here, man. They ain't really even making no part of the this. Now they're just enjoying the shit for what it is. See, my thing How do you get to have off. your cake and eat it too? It's like, <laughs> why doesn't brother? You know, I ain't seen the shit yet, so I ain't got nothing in it, no way or the other. And listening to everybody give their take, 
I don't I don't understand why the brother can't have his critiques as well because I don't know how on one end you're saying stick to the movie when he's critiquing his problems with it on the historical front. And then I never he, said he could critique it, Queen. I never. No, no I'm just saying that. So, well, that's you know, King. You no, know, you know, that's how I'm hearing it. You know, now you can let me know that's not where you're going with it, but that's what what, what I'm hearing. You know, it's like with the point that he had just brought up just now. The response is, well, what happened historically is not exciting. Not, but then, but then. When what would be exciting on the other end, which is not there, is the chopping of the all the crackers. Like showing how he really, you know, how those African men really gave it up. But then what's the justification for that not being there? I ain't got nothing to say. I just say maybe I worded it wrong. You feel me? Man, it was some bullshit, man. At the I bottom would, of the day, but still, it was some bullshit, man. That's it's all it but, is. But see, that's what you see. This is now. See, Queen, listen to what's going on now. Yes, you're not the good, but listen to what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, how no, I'm just forcing me to feel like that, bro. I'm telling you, my that's true too. On what you're saying right you're now, too. Forcing me to feel like that shit. I'm telling you. Ain't no way fucking way I feel like that. Ain't no goddamn way, bro. That's cool. I'm telling no you, it's some bullshit. Right on. That movie we'll was some bullshit, man. Well, y'all just feel like Brother Griff, can you agree to the points that they're making where there are positives that can be taken out of this? Now, you can take some positives out of the pile of shit on the wall, man. Don't touch the shit. You know what I'm saying? But in, in actuality, that movie was poison, man. It fucked up that threat. It didn't give. It didn't do no no justice to that at all, at all. Okay, I, I can't agree with that, bro. That didn't do no justice to that Turner. That nigga was a coward the whole fucking movie. He was a fucking coward. And ain't I ain't see no ounce of manhood in the nigga. He was a coward, and the only ounce of manhood I saw in the niggas when the Bible pumped his ass up. He talking about, well, when you going to crack it off, Nat? He said, well, God will give us a sign. Nigga, they just raped and beat your wife, nigga. What the fuck talking about God going to give us the sign? Get your ass up on this. Get these niggas tonight. See, there wasn't no shit like that in there, man. That's some horse shit, man. But we know, but we know the true story. But we know the true story. No, hold on, hold on, brother. He did wait for his son. No, hold on, hold on, brother. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Right on, right on. Hold on, hold on one second. Check this out, right? Brother Griff, when you when he's saying that about see, that's why I say missing now. I pretty much agree with your stance, Brother Griff. But I'm telling you, you missing that initial beginning. Now it throw up the context for when he said you got to wait for the sign. That's what I'm saying. Like missing that part did play a it, that that initial beginning did play a great part in, in pieces of the movie. So you can have something to reflect back on. You know what I'm saying? And this, can I get one right? piece of can I get one piece of information, man? We know truly, we know truly Nat Turner, my nigga, got the sign that he was gonna pop the revolutionary shit off as a as a teenager, but the shit didn't pop off till he was in done in his forties, bro. Like how much how much brutality, how much goddamn 
fuckery do you think he got damn witness between men that would have made him goddamn be reactionary and pop it out? See, that's a lesson, my nigga. We cannot be reactionary in this shit, bro. I don't give a damn if your wife gets I mean, I'm sorry that that's how, that sounds brutal, my nigga. But, bro, this shit is goddamn military. We talking about military, my nigga. You can't be reactionary, my nigga. Man, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. Don't what I'm saying is this. Hold up, hold up. Brother Bourne, you saying about that part where he said the wait for the sign. The nigga says God is going to give me a sign. He didn't say the ancestors are no shit. He's saying God, like fucking Jesus Christ, going to give me a sign. He's basically speaking. Brother Griff, he said That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, he said that. Won't y'all disagree that y'all both, y'all agree that y'all got two different stances on the motherfucking movie. And y'all That's what I'm trying to do, family. Shit. God, I ain't mad about it or no shit. Just personally, uh, it was just some Christian dogma, man. Boy, here y'all go That's what I said. Huh? Turn the motherfucking movie. Listen, I look, look. <laughs> Just let Brother Rob finish saying what he got to say about the movie. And let him be have the last day. It's his turn to give his assessment. Y'all done both. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> y'all do. We should be passionate about this motherfucking movie, bro. Fuck that whole ass shit, nigga. Nigga, nigga should be passionate whether you like this motherfucker or not, bro. But this is our greatest ancestor, my nigga. It's our great motherfucking ancestor that fought for our shit, my nigga. Know what I'm saying? So many revolutions. So many revolutions got got stopped before they could pop. And that was the one that got to actually rock, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's why I can respect both of the passion coming from both of y'all, because both of y'all coming from the same standpoint. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta love, bro. No doubt. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Y'all both coming from a standpoint of love, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can say from an African standpoint, you know what I'm saying? We care about what the people feel, bro. I know Brother I know brother Griffith is truthful where he stands, my nigga. I know that he caring about what the people take into their minds. I'm caring about that shit, too. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I'm caring about that shit, too, my nigga. No, that's all I'm saying. It's just a different opinion on how to get there, bro. That's all it is, my nigga. There's more than one way. There's more than two ways to skin a motherfucking cat. Y'all just standing on different sides of this motherfucking little thing right here. Y'all both with the same. Y'all got the same, you know what I'm saying, motivation. Y'all just standing on different sides on the movie. That's it. And it's like Brother was saying, though, if it wasn't Nat Turner, man, I probably wouldn't even be critiquing that shit that tough. It's because that shit exactly. is Nat. Nigga, don't give me no motherfucking uh, watered down. Don't put no cream in my coffee on that, baby. Don't make the movie. I'm like, don't even make this shit. If you ain't going to bring it with Nat, leave that shit on the, that shit on the shelf, man. That was my, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, you know, it's all love, Brother Tim. You know what I mean? No, ain't no personal shit. Yeah, already, man. So, shit, I'd like to hear him and say this, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it's so it's only so much you could do in this, in the, he could have done in this movie. Like Brother, like Brother McElroy broke down so, so righteously earlier, man. The movie budgets, man, you comparing Django with this, man, I mean, the movie budget's totally, totally different, man. Quentin Tarantino had a lot more. Wait, wait. I mean, now, yeah, it could have been more. He could have showed, man. Yeah, yeah, probably could. You know what I'm saying? Probably could. But for what he did show, the few things he did show, man, I'm grateful for, for, for the things he got down me 
pushed in here. You know what I'm saying? It sent powerful messages through the movie. You know what I'm saying? For for black people. You feel me? You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. So so uh you know what I'm saying? That's more what I'm what I'm what I look at, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope it I hope it continue to make motherfuckers still argue about this shit. Because one thing yeah. I have seen is that it's kind of quelled down a little bit since the movie been out for a while. We do not want that to happen. Fuck that. No doubt. Nigga, we want this shit to keep on rocking, nigga. You know what I'm saying? What we say in the start of the show, praising that Turner, my nigga, to keep his name going. And that and and this movie has put the name of Nat Turner on the layman mouth, on the layman tongue, on the everyday mm-hmm. nigga tongue, bro. We have to take advantage, my nigga. Black power, man. Beautiful, forty-eight. Black power. Black power. My thing, I would say. Man. Now, my thing, I would say. I don't. I don't think it was a budget issue. Personally, I think they 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 intentionally meant to misconstrue the legacy in that, man. That's how I feel. I don't feel like it was no budget or nothing else. But I feel like it was a budget. They would have started the movie out with Nat fucking cracking crack his heads right from the jump just to get right to the meat and potatoes. It looked like it was a sabotage. Listen, I gotta remember that. Look, we even though we're saying Nate Parker is a creator, that this once he once yeah, he told it, this is mm-hmm. a small half production. Who knows what other things got left on the cutting floor? You know what I'm saying? Who knows mm-hmm. what things got left on the cutting floor? What what was extended and what wasn't? You know what I mean? Shit. And he said it. That's what I family. That's what I took from it. I took this. What I took from right here, right? Mm-hmm. Slavery was so fucked up and still is so fucked up that you can find a hundred and one reasons to revolt. The emphasis of that movie, what blew my mind was they could have used the fact that his wife got raped to revolt. They used Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm puzzled by. My nigga, there's a hundred and one reasons why you could revolt and show that shit in a one hour and thirty minute film. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Nigga, 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 whipping me, disrespecting me, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw all of that, but different in their little talk, their little small time frame. But the main emphasis was him baptizing a white man and being punished for that, and not allowed to preach anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was it though, Mecca. I ain't see like I don't think that was this will spark it though, personally. Let's build on what he's saying though. <clears throat> because is there a danger in that? No. Is there a danger in pushing our people towards that? Because I am quite for sure that they are aware of and particularly young people not caught up in the religions of perversion at alarming numbers today than ever before. Yeah, Joe, um, uh, they're definitely aware of that. And I think, I'm, I'm saying, though, your brother Griff wants to roast it, though. That, I think that brother Mickerel is on the same, because that was that point. He got beat. I don't know, he didn't get, even though he was having words with the motherfucking white man, he was only having words with that white man because he had did that act, because he had baptized him. And so once they was talking to him, they was like, hold up, we can't even talk to him and try to get this motherfucker to calm down. He think he's somebody. 
So they did whoop them after their fucking words, but the words was preceded by that act. And that act was baptizing that white man where they said, look, man, you're going to get, oh, nigga, it's going to be trouble behind this. You baptize but the boy, though, if you listen to him, they asking him like, "Hey, now they basically was like, listen, now you know you better not be doing that. You know that shit ain't right." And when he really wasn't responding, like he thought he did something wrong, that's when the shit was a real major problem because he wasn't basically, uh, 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 um, you know, he wasn't acknowledging the fact that he shouldn't have done it. He like, motherfucker, motherfucker, asked me to do it. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? They like, listen, you, you you better not, you better not. you see what I'm saying, boy? He looking at him like basically like, what did I do wrong? Now if he would have been like, Yes, sir, bastard, I'll never do that shit again. And, and that's go and that's the end of it. But the nigga was like, nigga, what you the nigga the nigga came to me, I'm a preacher. They're like, nigga, you ain't no real preacher, nigga. You a nigga preacher, you know what I'm saying? So stay in your spot. And he was like, nigga, I'm doing the God's work. And they like, oh, okay. And that's when he started trading. But if he would have just been like, okay, yes, sir, boss, I'm sorry, that would have been the end of it from what I saw. But he was like, shit, nigga, nigga, come to me asking for a deliverance for my job. Brother Grip, I'm not saying that you're wrong about that uh-huh. the whole conversation thing. I'm mm-hmm. just saying the conversation would have never been had yeah. if he wouldn't have baptized that motherfucking white man. They would have never even been talking about it. But the only reason they talked about it is because of that. And now his mm-hmm. his quote-unquote brashness and him not wanting to cow down did make them say, oh, hold up, we want to break this motherfucking nigga off. Because now, and you know, he ain't trying to do the right thing, which is shut the fuck up and say yes to boss when, when I'm telling them that he's wrong. Now, because they knew that once he did that, because that right there, him talking back after that, they knew that this motherfucker used a problem, nigga. Use a problem, nigga. You ain't, hold up, man. Once we told you that that was wrong, you ain't accepted, then use a problem. So now we're going to have to fuck you up real bad for what the fuck you did because now we know what you did. This this, this shit was flagrant, what the fuck you did. You did this to motherfucking, uh, they know him baptizing that white man was in direct offense to them. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like a, just a nigga just doing it. You know, just being a nigga and just, I just was doing what they said, boss. Instead of it being that shit, it was mm-hmm. only, we real, they realized during the conversation that, no, that nigga did that shit on purpose. Fuck this nigga up, man. He did that shit on purpose. And that's what they realized. But then when he was trading words with that other fight, the fat white preacher, they got to a point, they didn't just whoop his ass. They Motherfucker, ain't that when he hit him with the rifle, they smacked, somebody yeah. smacked him up, and then he kept talking. He was like, huh? Oh. So it was like, oh, okay, nigga. You see what I'm yep. saying? It was, he so, right after that. He hit him with the rifle butt in the mouth, boom. And then picked him up, and they went and grabbed him up. No doubt. So basically, though, you bring with me, if the nigga would have shut his damn mouth and just, yes, sir, boss, and it won't happen again, that's the end of the conversation. He kept it going, and you exchanging words with a white, and he wasn't talking like no sucker. He was like, motherfucker, that shit you took. He, he coming back with verses like, nah, and now I'm so smart, a nigga will never step through me. So he's like, hold up. What the fuck? Yeah, nigga, yeah, he was like, hold up, this nigga with that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? 
He said, man, this nigga all the way out of pocket. We got to get this nigga. This nigga that lost his damn mind. So, yeah, I think it was, you know, multi multifaceted situation, but I thought it was really the uh, the resistance of, of, of white authority. That nigga was like, hold up, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, nigga, this nigga done got all the way out of place. Yeah, he, he done baptized a white man, but this nigga ain't taking orders. Like, he, he talking shit like he running shit. Yeah. Get him back in line. And then when they got and they whooped his ass, they said, you, you shit, you, you ready now, boy? Basically, you got your shit together. Like, you ready to be that nigga? You, you ready to motherfucking stay in line? He's like, oh, yes, sir. yes, sir. When he said that shit, all right, you ain't going to preach for a while. But they let him know. He let him know, nigga, I'm back in check. Even if it was just to get shit ready so he could pop the shit off, he let him know, nigga, don't. I, I lost my scruples, boss. I'm sorry about that. Won't happen again, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, get him up. So, see, and that's the thing. Really, the, the, the one no problem with you really, but it was the resistance. Nigga, you ain't, you, you don't see the you, white authority? You resisted white power? That was where the issue was from what I saw that scene. It wasn't about him baptizing a white man. It was about nigga, white man talking to you, boy. You need to shut your mouth and listen. And that nigga kept talking on some grown warrior shit. That was one of the few times I seen him actually act like a fucking man. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't the Bible verses. It was the fact that, nigga, this white motherfucker talking, you talking over the nigga like, nigga, you don't shut the I'm going to beat your ass you don't shut the fuck up. So I said, all right, okay. Let's ride, this, let's ride this scene out. We see some testosterone flowing. So I see where that one was going to go. But it's interesting, man. Like you said, watching this shit, you can take some pieces. Like I said, uh, when, when his mom, when he woke up, that shit touched me. When his mom was talking about she read, she had to she late, and then he went back out. That shit touched me. So you gonna take something from the movie? You ain't gonna just like, oh, it wasn't all oh, this nigga shit. But in totality, you know, I didn't feel like it really served that no justice. But I mean, you gonna take something up out of here if you watch it and you got some type of uh, just seeing them get fucked up all that time. You gonna wait to see some heads busted. Interesting, like he said. I we had, I had my day. I want to see when Sister Camille goes. I know she go cut. It's gonna be a little raw and cut. And we ain't stepping Hollywood to do our shit. I think that's one spot that I agree with you totally, on, brother Griff, man. I do, I do wish the brother would have, you know what I'm saying, gave more, gave more attention to that, to that, to those last scenes. You know what I'm saying? I wish you would have stretched them out a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I do agree with you on that, bro. I do agree with you. Like you said, though, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna give us too much because it's not Turner we was dealing with. I said they gave us more. I don't say gave us. They gave the people more in Django with just the outright resistance and defiance and utter, you know, disregard for white power. Like nigga, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'll kill all you motherfuckers. He's shooting it out. It's something about that with Nat Turner because I think of the 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 the, the magnitude of who Nat is, what he represents. I said they watered him down so much, man. I think that shit was it, it was it was war propaganda on the ancestor, man. Me personally, I felt like it was war propaganda. I felt like they made sure that they actually kind of like emasculated him and shit. Me personally, but interesting, man. Everybody got their take, you know what I'm saying? That's it was an interesting shit, but I don't think it did not no justice. 
You know what I'm saying? Wild, wild film, man. And why they picked Nat Turner? Shit. If it wasn't Nat, though, I ain't going to be that critical. It's, I'm critical because that's Nat, the terrorist. You know what I'm saying? That brought, you know, and then when you really read, like even hearing Sister Camille read from that book about how shook they was, you never saw that in the movie. You saw them, you saw them disgruntled that this nigga then murdered some white people, and, and then it was like, okay, we got to get this nigga. It wasn't like them niggas was breaking out of town. Like, you ain't really see the fear that Nat really had put in them. And, you know, I that maybe they weren't going to, but they never really gave you, I never got that. A feeling that that was a threat to them. They never made that even really to me. They never made that part relevant. Like they was really that fucked up about and put slavery almost coming to to an end because of what he did. Like that shit was never even made an element of the shit from what I was seeing. It wasn't. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I I, do, I think that one 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 little piece though, brother Grill. Whenever that's part of the thing that made him start using that as a preacher in the first place was, and they did say that, you know what I'm saying, was 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 the fear that because it was so many resurrections happening at the time. I was kind of surprised that they that they mentioned that, you know what I'm saying, but they did show that though, you know, and that was the reason that they used to then whenever he was talking about that, he was like, oh, well, shoot, I I got a nigga preacher. Oh, what? You know what I'm saying? Well, damn, you know what I'm saying? We can, you, woo, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, my thing is though, they, 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 they could have showed that they could have expanded on. There were parts they could have expanded on more. You know what I'm saying? I do believe, and, and you're right about the part. They, they, they didn't explain that that led to an end to slavery. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it put not led to an end, but it put such a dent in it that it almost led to it. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I I do think that that he could have, you know, he could have probably included that in there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's major. I would say probably he should have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was that was major thing right there. And then what? When Sister Camille was reading and said motherfuckers was breaking out, leaving leaving the whole plantation, wherever they thought Matt, that was in twelve miles of, of the plantation, they was gone. No food, no nothing. Motherfuckers just took off flexing, like, you know what I'm saying? None of that shit was really, I'm talking about the fear that Nat put in motherfuckers, not like from the other insurrections that was taking place. Yeah. By, yeah so I they see, needed to use Nat, but when Nat started on his shit, man, crackers was gone. So they, I mean, they just, they they, they left a lot out, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they didn't do no justice to the actual, uh, to Nat turning personally, me, my personal take, but yeah, you right. But there were some parts in there that you're going to be able to take some jewels from. You're going to be able to get some jewels from. But I'm going to go get the bootleg just so I can see the little uh, ceremony, the little Voodam ceremony, and see how, you know, what, you know, just just to see that part. I just I think see. it will give a, be- a much more context to the, to the full, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not even just that part. It's that they, they referred back to it. Again, before she ever even finds out, you know what I'm saying, the nigga can read. You know what I'm saying? They refer to it back again when, when he a young boy, you know what I'm saying, running around and shit, running through, running away from 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 the little white boy. You know what I'm saying? Playing the games mm-hmm. and shit. You know, so it's like 
I don't know, man. I think they set a strong. They set the African, uh, the African tone of the movie to to start it. They set it so they set it strong, man. In the first fifteen minutes, you know what I'm saying. First fifteen twenty minutes, they set that they set that tone strong to where I feel like, you know, it kind of just showed you how the Bible fucked you like like. Was you know what I'm saying? Like the Bible was used, um, but not really. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I I just took it like he didn't really. He was using it for a tool. You know what I'm saying? Not really as far as they got my. I really believe this shit. <laughs> I'm I'm really a fanatical preacher. T D Jakes. I didn't feel like they. I didn't feel like they did that to the man. But yeah, no, yeah. Man. That's what I'm saying. That's the position I take is a good movie for the black Christian or the so-called black Hebrew Israelite. It's a reminder of them. Nigga, this is the role you need to be playing in the revolution. You're going to use that book, feel me? If not, throw that shit in the ass can history, feel me? (laughs) Something else Dr. Clark has said. I've heard him say you know, watching his lectures and whatnot. And I like how um, y'all brothers have, um, how this dialogue between y'all two has um, unfolded with the acknowledgement of the truthfulness that you both have observed in the movie on both ends. See, that's where, you know, I feel um, um, the African... Uh, consciousness for lack I hate to use consciousness but I'm going to say that uh, is on display or um, you, you, you both of you brothers gave a true reflection of that because ego was not involved here or it's an ego that is balanced because you are willing to acknowledge that what each of you saw beneficial or not beneficial was real that you, you saw that as too and, and a lot of times you don't get to you don't get to hear this when you have these kind of discussions. When you hear other Africans have these kinds of discussions or other discussions, they cannot acknowledge the truthfulness because they're in opposition. They cannot acknowledge the truthfulness in the in the perspective or the statement of their African uh, counterpart that they're in opposition with. And I want to just thank y'all for putting that on display. Black power. Black power. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Sister Camille, like, you can do that shit when you really African first, second, and third, because like, like Brother um, Tim said and Brother um, Bourne said, like, it ain't no, we, we, we both seeing this shit from the same, man, we just critical about, you know what I'm saying, one, a, a, one particular passion, that's the liberation of African people, you know what I'm saying, at the end I of the day conversation, what it is. I say but to be able to acknowledge that, oh, that's yeah. rare. No. You don't hear that from people that are proclaiming to be African-centered and have shown themselves to, um, you know, be proficient in our history or certain aspects of our history, our story. You, you just don't see that, and that's one of the dilemmas that are going that's going on now, you know. And I wanted, if Brother Mikaraj still on the line, did you see any of that video, Brother Mikaraj? Because that's an example of, 
African people having a discussion in opposition and not being able to acknowledge the truthfulness in each other's position, if there is. Sometimes there is not. But when there is, being able to acknowledge it, even though you're in opposition, because of failure or because of fear or because of the ego's um, inflatedness to be seen as, you know, being in air or uh, not, um, how could I say it? Yeah, being in air. Let me let me put it like that. Or being or or, or failing, for lack of a better word, right now. Oh, Brother Mikura? Yes, ma'am. Um, can you repeat your question, sister? Did you see the video with um, the Amira, some of the members of the Amira squad with Seti and Farrell? Over um the Medunetta. Just I didn't I, I did watch the Birth of Nation, but I didn't get enough time to watch that video. King, if you do, I would love your take on it, particularly because of you having a grasp, a strong grasp on linguistics. I would like your perspective on what was put out there. I'll say, as soon as I get enough time, I will definitely check that out. But um, could you go just give a little details from what you um got from it that we should focus, you know, I should focus on regards to reading it and interpreting and linguistics. Well, Brother McFly, I really don't want to influence uh, your viewing of it. All I'm going to say is, you know, one of the things that I really um, love about the information you share with the family is your emphasis on dates, your emphasis on people, places, events, your emphasis on having a strong grasp of history in general. So that that that's something that um, knowing how you 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 are with that and, and your position with that, I'm going to be really fascinated to hear your response on the dates that we're giving about origins of certain languages and um, who created those languages and things of that nature. Okay. Well, I watched that video, and I I just thought it was full of you know what I'm saying that's that's just when that's just arrogance you know what I'm saying it's arrogance on display. See it, you know what I'm saying. I feel like uh, you know they had to go get the young boy, young boy uh Pharaoh to try to do him like our brother Mikarai, you know what I'm saying. But we see our brother Mikarai still in the paint with him, and she. I'd be damn the young boy still in the pain with him too. 
He was he wasn't got there. He wasn't right on everything, but the youngster was was got there bobbing and weaving. I shame brother Tim. That's how I felt about it, and and I felt that it was, yo, it was <laughs> bugged out because the young king, you know, is up against people that are professing to have mad years of experience, you know. Uh, in this, on this topic, and then you know, ac- years of academia experience, and I felt that he was able to hold his own, and he showed where they were, where they were lacking, because if they had that grasp, that handle, that brother Mikura and brother Bourne, for example, yourself too, other family members here have on history, it wouldn't have been no problem. But their arrogance, their being um, narrow-minded, you know, uh, they came there already with a perceived notion of where this king was at, what he was able to do, or what he wouldn't be able to do, you know, and ignoring the fact that where they deficient at. It was shocking for him to expose that, to take your own shit and flip it on you. That was something. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the young boy was throwing haymakers out there in the paint, man. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to put a bass. He, 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 was, he was knocking their ass. <laughs> they don't shit. And even, again, even <laughs> if he wasn't, Correcting what he was saying, they couldn't handle it. They wasn't able to point it out. The way he was hitting them with it. I just think it got so bad to where they had to bring up Amy. (laughs) 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 He had him wobbly in there, man. They was wobbly in the paint. Uh, Tell us us about some aliens. Tell us about the aliens. (laughs) Okay. They, what they fail to realize is that when you confess a, a, a particular position or information, the burden lies on you to prove your knowledge in it. Mm-hmm. And that's how the white boy play play dumbass fucking unk the dumb killer and shit. That's how the white boy played, and he like nigga. I'm just stating, you know, I'm not trying to say. I'm just giving you the background, the fundamental uh, foundation for ev- evolution. I'm not saying I agree with it. This your position. I'm saying I don't agree with it. So he's like, well, what you? What is this? He's like, nah. This. I'm gonna let you speak on your premise. I'm telling you how I don't believe that it's that that the premise is correct. And like you said, he didn't over. Unk so stupid. He didn't understand, nigga. The burden of proof is on you. You one saying that this is your foundation of the game. So I'm telling you that this is not this foundation. I don't find it to be correct based on scientific data. But Unc didn't overstand, nigga. Burn proof is on you, not on this motherfucker. He's just telling you what you saying is real, ain't real, according to what he mm-hmm. how he see in his information. How do you have? How do you call this brother out? He don't. He ain't even talking to you. He does the video calling out Shaka Amos and polite. Over the metal nether. 
And the sister is brilliant. I cannot hold a candle to her achievements. She called Sarnetta to set this up, to call this brother out on it, that the Medunetta has been translated when, unlike the brother, at least he read three books <laughs> before the debate. All right? You ain't, he didn't expose how you ain't, he done made you have to say you don't know jack shit about you don't know shit about it. So taking your shit friend. that you use to attack him, your methodology. Mm-hmm. That you learn from the crackabees. Queen, Queen, this is what I see. <laughs> Queen. It's like it's like Brother Micarai used the term middleman and information, right? So for the first time in history, we see a double men and a double middleman of information. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. <laughs> Okay. And then when Sai Diddy hit him in the head with that oh, shit, he get mad, come talk, and come back on. He like Sai Diddy said, "Well, give him your time." Oh, well, you didn't tell me that in the beginning. What, my nigga? That's that ego. <laughs> because it's about proofing that shit. And you got your linguistics oh, on. Give up the time, I, nigga. Let them speak. I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to re-listen to that show. I'm going to have to re-listen to it. Hilarious, brother boy. Listen. <laughs> listen. Get you some of that good shit. <laughs> Get halfway through it. Have another one already ready. And press play. <laughs> Great laugh. Woo. And what's, what's crazy is... I mean, to convince the world that the Manetra has been deciphered, even the white boys have to admit that you have to be a, a, a knowledgeable in at least four different languages, right? These niggas don't even speak a second language, let alone to tell you the word of any English word in Latin. You see what I'm saying? So that's another omission. Okay. I mean, when you look at... I'm going to get to it right now. When you look at Cleopatra, okay, the last Cleopatra, who was of the Ptolemies, right? She even look, look, look at the, the the she spoke nine different languages. I, I rose that point up to them niggas. Every linguistic individual I know, it's not common. You know, when they say your mother tongue, you you learn your first language from women. Your mother teaches you how to speak, right? Most linguistic people I know are women. I'm talking about in the profession. Listen <laughs> to what I'm saying. If she's a white woman and she's a linguistic, she probably was born in France, speaks German English. You see what I'm saying? She has to prove that she has knowledge and competency in what she says. She, she's a, so she sees commonality in languages because she speaks multiple languages. Now, how are you going to take facts from a nigga who's trying to decipher and trying to ascribe a language to a symbol? You don't, see, you do it the other way around. They don't understand Walter Williams' logic because they don't have a study of the science itself. Uh, if you are literate people and someone teaches you a language, you learn the language first, then you can ascribe symbols to it, right? Mm-hmm. Hello? I say, I say. Mm-hmm. That's correct. 
I made the, the comment earlier, language is always changing. Let's look at current day 2016 written language or all the texting. Isn't that always changing? You got people who speak English and can write English, but probably not uh, 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 fluent in text language, right? OMG. What does that mean, nigga? OMG, nigga. Right? Yeah, you're right. The acronym and terminology is always changing, right? That's just in the English language. When you learn the language, you can learn the symbols, feel me? Even if you know the language, you still have someone still has to tell you what those symbols mean. Nigga, what does OMG mean? Oh, nigga, oh my God. Okay. But until then, you didn't know. LOL. A shame. They got LOL on the walls, y'all. What that mean? Yeah. And think about what you're saying. From childhood, you learn to speak the language first before you learn the characters of it. You're absolutely correct. That's how most normal people learn languages. Facts. Mm-hmm. You're talking before you read and writing. So it starts off with you knowing more than one language, right? Most people who speak more than one language, English is not a hard language to learn. But these niggas say they Moors don't even speak Spanish. Hebrews and don't want to know. At least when I was a Muslim, I was learning Arabic. Feel me? <laughs> Man, that's what you serious about the shit. That's what you serious about to shit, uh, brother. That's what I, <laughs> when I was into it, I was my nigga. When I was into it, I was all the way. Feel me? No doubt. He said, "Nigga, say more, but don't speak no Spanish. Don't speak no Spanish. <laughs> and more is a Spanish word. It's huh, Moreno, right? Yeah, more is a Spanish word. These niggas said they boys don't speak no Spanish." Hebrews and don't even speak no. All they can tell you is shalom. <laughs> now I give credit to the black Muslims because at least they know they can tell you verses of Quran. A lot of niggas speak Arabic. Feel me? Uh huh. But goddamn. <laughs> see, so okay, that's a good example. See, Arabic is a, is a linguistic culture. See, niggas is caught up. These Amarasqua niggas were. Are, are putting DNA markers on ethnic groups. You can't do that. And I be asking the question. I fuck with them all the time. How are you doing? How are you giving a uh, race to a language? DNA don't work like that. See, they'll fool you with the words, the linguistic. You know, they they good with semantics, the wordplay. Nigga, uh-huh. that's that's like Brother Griff dropping his little blunt roach. And I pick up the blunt roach and study his DNA. And say, come here, y'all look, this nigga was intelligent. It don't work like that. DNA don't show intelligence. That's learned behavior. Uh, <laughs> you me. I can't look at this nigga DNA and say, this nigga probably spoke. Well, I'm just variations. Hey, and that's why you say, that, that's why you tell them niggas, okay, if the culture was so high, where the artifacts at? Artifacts can show intelligence. Right, that's called cultural material. 
culture yeah. that manifests into the physical. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Culture that reflects your lifestyle. And oftentimes the material that you produce reflects your lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we talking about African prestige. We talking about African prestige and wealth. We talking about furniture, you know, artifacts, prove your existence. That humans this, don't leave around. This, I mean, this is why the the the, the uh, ancestor Dr. Clark always says, "How the hell could whites build a pyramid in Egypt before they had a shoe in Europe or a house with a motherfucking window?" The shit just it, it, it don't matter. It don't make it, it, it's not possible. If it was, it, it still don't it don't add up. Got to have a miniature stage before you go to Broadway, nigga. You got to have a miniature stage to be on. But yeah, I see exactly where you at with it. So you take that and apply it even further. They even the 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 when you look at ages, they even had to put us in a different timeline of ages. We went from the Stone Age to the Iron Age. Mm-hmm. I, dare, I dare any nigga prove me wrong. These so-called niggas who study science. What do you mean, Mr. Crackered Asian, they went from stone, bronze, iron. The African went from playing with stone to smelting iron. The science was there. We got fucking stone quarries older than cracker civilization. Older than the cracker, older than Europe. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like the movie, we got so many reasons to revolt against the cracker. You pick one. When it comes to civilization, we got so many angles to point at while we created it. Pick one. I'm going to pick one right now. Even if we are the same, the problem is still time. I'm going to say it again. Even if we are all the same, Genetically, the problem is time. The African is the oldest. That's what makes all the civilization in Africa because there's the stratigraphy that are proving. You go digging in Europe, you're going to only find a couple hundred years of some shit, and you're going to run into blank shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't say this to the, the center of, of, of the world, the civilization. And everything else, they keep digging to keep finding shit. You see what I'm saying? So we are the oldest mm-hmm. people on the planet. We are. We have over fifty thousand years of advancement over these people. I'm giving them credit, the, 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 but the facts show one hundred fifty thousand. Because we've been walking upright with this brain and this motherfucking uh, physical body, this physical makeup, for over two hundred thousand years. The end of thought, 50,000 years. I'm giving them credit when I say 50, for 150,000 years, we've been walking around like this. See, what they'll have you to believe is that one died off and one took his place. No. Nigga, while we, while we civilizing half the planet and beyond, to the stars and beyond, there was a motherfucker nigga on all fours walking around. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Timeline. That's what you focus on. I say. We've been here. Don't look at us. And I tell these niggas all the time, these Amara Squad niggas. They want you to believe even the out of Africa theory has holes in it. 
for Europeans, not for us, because we've been here. I'm proving right now. Keep this out. When you do research, ask this question. Okay. We know that the oldest bones of Homo sapiens sapiens are in Africa. But what are the oldest Homo sapiens bones outside of Africa? Now, if you you go with the out of Africa theory, you would expect to find them in Europe, right? Not the case. Focus on when they got here. And this one, I've seen the time lapse and said that these motherfuckers all existed. We was already here, and there was already primitive motherfuckers walking the planet. The oldest bones of Homo erectus evolving outside of Africa is in the land what they call Sumatra, Java. That throws they whole shit off. That's why when we was talking about a year ago on the line, Mother Bone was going over to Denisovan, and I kept saying, what Denisovan? All you got is a little chip, little finger, and they're making this connection to say that they migrated outside. Why do they have to say that Africans left Africa and came back inside? Because the oldest African bones outside of Africa don't stay shit off. Am I making sense? Mm. The problem is, what is the oldest Homo sapiens sapiens outside of Africa? Did we leave? That when you ask that question, that's the position you take. Did we leave? And how far did we go? Because what is the oldest bones outside of Africa? We can't. We, the, the argument ain't whether we we here already. The Iron Age proves that. When did Homo habilis leave and Homo erectus? You see what I'm saying? And did Homo erectus die off when we were in our prime? And why are they connecting the Denisovan with the Neanderthal gene? <laughs> Because they try to answer that question I just rose. What is the oldest? See, you, you, when you talk about homo erectus, you can find homo erectus in Africa and Asia. I said homo sapiens, sapiens. See what I'm saying? I said that. Mm-hmm. That throw evolution in the in the bushes. Like Shaggy the Deal aren't doing in the bushes when he said nature don't strike twice. Meaning when nature creates something, it's a spawn off the original. Feel me? Mm-hmm. God ain't gonna make two different species unless one is foreign. See that go to no, that 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 go to my my um. They would call that fiction. Oh, how the white man is. I don't think the nigga from this planet. Because he's not in accordance with the cycle of life on this planet. And to say he came from this planet will say that the planet produced its own destruction. I don't agree with that. Everything from the bee to the roach to the human to the goddamn the, the worm. Even Islam will talk about that shit. You feel me? From the, from the heavens up above with the birds to the creepiest, crawlest creatures underneath the dirt. Everybody got a role. And for some reason... This alien on the planet is fucking every everybody's position off. He's throwing everybody's role off by nature. Mm-hmm. 
And to support my theory, I go to a little further, and I say, where is the ancient European? <laughs> Grunt and sweet. Because history shows he just got here. And his type of rulership, his influence, is foreign to the planet. That's what I'm telling you. It's foreign. Everything is suffering. Like when I, okay, my granny's tell me the 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 signs of the of, of the bad king. The characteristics of a good king is the people don't walk for nothing. It's peace. It's good times. Feel me. Now, in any fairy tale, if something happens to the good king and a new king rises. You can always tell the role of that king by the times, the tide of the times, right? So if the good king mysteriously dies and another king comes to power and there's turmoil and poverty, it's because he came to rule. The, the, the means he used to come to power, right? Meaning he's not the legitimate king, feel me? Now, the time he's living in now, the cracker may be in power, but he's not the legitimate king in power by nature. Why? Because look how much he's, 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 he's destroying everything just to maintain his power because he never had it given to him in the first place. Meaning it's not his by nature. That's why he goes against nature. Because everything that's in nature is going to be in line with the natural man that's supposed to be in rulership. And that's the one who's mastered harmony through time. See, let's take race out of it because they like to use race. Let's take race out of it. It's still time. I can still use time on you niggas. The African has had 150,000 years of progression to manifest this change of spirituality and growth. The white man has not proceeded war and hate. Feel me? We're talking about cycles of humanity, right? We're going to base humanity off primitive actions and so forth, right? Cannibalism and so forth, right? One to five. The ancient Egyptian manifest the number one. Why? Because they manifested past all that and came up with spirituality and peace. And they, they, we didn't have a time of war. Uh, a thousand years without a war. We, thought we can brag about that. These people have still caught up in the de-evolution of war and hate. Slavery at, at stage three. Stage two is awakening. You see what I mean? Once you get revoked, then you can see your role becoming number one. So they're at stage three right now, the crackheads. And that's the little comments that my granny would teach me in regards to who the, who, who's the noble king. The, the times will show if he's the legitimate king or not. You know what I mean? He may be in power. He may fool you. She's telling me he may fool you because he has the politics and because he got the TV and everybody says he's king. But what does nature say? You feel me? Is there a time of prosperity? No. Fall back on the times in which, you know what I mean? They can put all the imperialistic titles that they want to in ancient Egypt, but to maintain a society or a dynasty for longer than 10,000 years plus, goddammit, you're doing something right. Without polluting the air, water, etc. I say.
So the European is not the the king. He may look. He may hold the title. He may be in position. But look what he go through to maintain it. He shouldn't have to go through so much to maintain something that was already his, right? Mm-hmm. With power comes great responsibility. So like you said, you have to, something that you have to be ordained for, you know what I'm saying? And the, the universe has got to put those types of elements in play. In play. Like when you look at the sunrise and it's how perfect, and, and you know what I'm saying, the the uh, the cycles of, of of life are. Those are things that's on a higher level of uh, conduct and 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 and, and, and like uh, those things rotate on a higher level of, of, of explanation, on a higher level of, of uh, state of being. So that's how most of us can, you know, the only explanation for things of that nature is, the, you know, divine, you know what I mean? Those things that would be on, that would be, what would be, what would be beyond man? Because the shit is just, it's too much, you know, of a, uh, the situation is too much of a, uh, too many elements involved for man to be able to comprehend how this shit works. So we only thing we can really do is theorize, you know what I'm saying? make some connection as to how we relate to this thing. But uh in actuality nobody can really tell you how this how how this whole dynamic is playing itself out day in, day out. If you can try to get some grasp of the total, you know, I mean the total the, you know, the the total layout, the total dynamic of it, but it's beyond man's comprehension. At some point you just get to that point where you have to get you know what I'm saying try to theorize and, 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 and speculate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but look why he says some real shit, though. They got to be from somewhere else, though, man, because that's the only thing on this motherfucker that's against the grain. Don't go, mm-hmm. don't flow with nature. Against everything. It's anti-nature. motherfucking crackers, man. And then, and you saying that, Brother Nekamai, if you ask the cracker about how everything came to being, this punk bitch-ass motherfucker always got an explanation. The African mm-hmm. would tell you, nigga, this is just the forces of nature tearing itself out. I can't explain it to you because this is beyond the comprehension of man. Cracker going to tell you the Big Bang Theory, this, that, or it was here in Planet B. That ain't yeah, he got this nigga got to lay it out like he's God or or it's God. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna be like, listen, I really couldn't tell you that. These things are beyond, you know what I'm saying? My knowledge base. These things are in a whole different realm of operation. But I can give you, you know what I'm saying, some type of insight about how our people believe these things came about. But you gonna tell me this is what the fuck it is? This is this cut and dry. Cut. This is what it is. I'll tell you how it happened. Two billion years ago, dinosaurs, da, da, da. Man, I ain't never heard the ancestors talk about no damn dinosaurs. Ain't no dinosaurs on the wall. I didn't see they showing in Kimmy. You know what I'm saying? But this motherfucker know about some damn dinosaurs. 
And those dinosaurs are a way for him to validate himself, put himself in the annals of history when he wasn't there. Just like Brother Mechelon said, nigga, you yeah. got holes in your story. Yeah. You wasn't there, nigga, so the dinosaur is a way to put you there. Nah, nigga, you wasn't there. Yeah.
the theory about evolution, man, if that shit was taking place, that shit would still be happening. What, the shit just stopped? Shit was evolving, and now oh, monkeys are turning, and now it just quit? And you just got two different species now? Like, come on, man. Yeah, man. That's a continual, that's a continual process. And but over millions and millions and millions of years, like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. There's somewhere to be a monkey that can talk. Feel me? That's a lot of stuff. really evolving into a human. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know how that shit works. It, that's what the that's what the books say that we evolved from monkey. When I see the pictures, that's what they say. That's what they used as propaganda to show that we was deserve to be treated like fucking animals. You know what I'm saying? They use that scientific-ass bullshit to show that we goddamn may deserve to be treated like humans. We was next day, we see the picture, it's a monkey, it's a black man, then it's a red and a brown, I mean, then it's a brown and a red and a yellow, then a white boy at the end. They are telling us, nigga, that them motherfuckers is the most civilized. And they use the science to do that shit. And these damn fool-ass niggas got the, got the nerve, my nigga, to stand in front of the people. Bro, they taste nuts what these niggas is doing. You know what I'm saying? The nerd is goddamn standing in front of the people, man, to tell us these white boys are right. And do you talk about a preacher? Y'all doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Crackers was right to goddamn treat us like animals. Put our our ancestors do the harshest things that they can even think of in their mind. Because they figured we was animals, man. Shit. And why? And And the science backs it up. Look at the goddamn, look at the boys say, say, that's a theory, a theory of evolution, Darwin. All we got to do is read Darwin. He tells us them niggas supposed to be treated like shit. Because they are uncivilized. Then they bring in the book, what the book's supposed to do, help the civilizers. You know what I'm saying? These niggas want a goddamn... Tell us that we're supposed to go back to that shit. We're supposed to believe that shit. We're supposed to rock with the shit. They didn't say y'all come from monkeys. They, he was saying that you naturally, y'all have a, a common answer. What the fuck do that mean? What the fuck do that mean, nigga? So a parent gave birth to a human and gave birth to a monkey. The fuck out of here. A parent gave birth to a black man and then gave birth to a orangutan, nigga. <laughs> and we got a common ancestor. That shit don't make no fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here feeling good, family. But I'm thinking about the shit, and that shit don't make no goddamn sense to me. You feel me? I don't doubt. Telling me one of my beautiful black women gave birth to a monkey. That shit don't make no goddamn sense. 
And then if it was a common ancestor, what kind of ancestor was it? Are you telling us it was a monkey? See And then look at what you're saying. These niggas don't look at what the fuck they be saying, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nigga, just say some shit, bro. Learn standing, man. Goddamn, bro. Maybe, maybe, maybe you guys not see the whole. Maybe you ain't seeing the whole, the whole issue of what's happening right here. Maybe you ain't putting this all together. Like the Queen State, the niggas have no knowledge of history. So if you don't have a historical, you don't have a. It's not even the knowledge because you can read books all day. But it's being able to understand the context of what was happening at that time in that book. You know what I'm saying? The worldview, the cultural lens that these motherfuckers like to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And to understand that you have to know the full of everything that was going on at the time. So goddamn, they could go and do the look what was going on this, what was going on. Well, goddamn, we was enslaved, nigga. How was we get treated like motherfucking animals, nigga? What was they use? Shit. Here it is, 2016, and nigga want to still say that shit, bro? Mm. Nerve of these niggas, bro. Man. man, fuck them niggas, man. The only problem I got with them niggas is when they start trying to shit on the elders and ancestors and shit like they really can go up against the research and the <clears throat> time and effort and the evidence put in, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got nothing to back their shit up. So they basically and these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers will use the elders to their to they time and whenever it's good to use them to their benefits. But then yeah. other times they'll chop them up or they'll misinterpret their work. You know what I'm saying? Like the motherfucker say, Dr. Beard got there. How could he not know who Dr. Beard, you know what I'm saying? He taught evolution. He taught hieroglyphics. He don't put that shit on that man, bro. He was going off what he had to use like you is, nigga. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Uh They'll they'll say, you know, they'll use Walter Williams' work as far as as far as a lot of the historical shit, but then try to turn around and chop and chop the elder up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, when he ain't there. This is bullshit, bro. We seeing it over and over, man. It's a constant it's a constant uh cycle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I say. See, that's one thing I, I, you know what I'm saying? he got the one video, man, I fuck with, man. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was one of his hardest ones, man. But it was the 10, uh, the 10 uh, virtues of a revolutionary, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and shit, I just thought, man, you know, he used George G. and James, you know, uh, Stolen Legacy. I think he called it the 10... Something of a neophyte or something. I can't remember what he called it exactly in the book. You know, but uh, 
But one of the things he talked about, man, was was believing in believing in the uh, the teachings of your of your master teachers, and believing in the teachers of the teachers. You know what I'm saying? That what they told you was true. You know what I'm saying? The work that they put in was not for for uh for nothing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, and she like. When I look at when I look at like Christians, I look at Muslims and stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? I even look at us. We we all do that. You know what I'm saying? Hold hold our elders up, man. But but it cannot be to where you feel me, like like niggas is uh you know you know like letting letting that bullshit slide where niggas is attacking the elders and shit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? That that shit will not go in no other in no other uh circle, you feel me? Like I just seen the video, I ain't got to check it out, but I see this posted up, this nigga calling Doctor Bitch and a motherfucking agent type shit. You know what I'm saying? That, uh some shit. Like yeah, I'm, I'm on, on that. Man. You know what I'm saying? These are goddamn see you see what I'm saying, but like to me, man. I believe I believe a lot of people believe this shit, but they don't really believe it. Believe, believe it. You know what I'm saying? I believe when people read it and shit, it sounds good. They'll speak about it and shit, but they don't really believe in it as far as, nigga, we can really get this a big quality and get our shit back, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where I was going, man. I'm fucked up over here. That shit is kind of had me heated when I seen that little video, bro. I, I watched the first few minutes, and I was like, man, I ain't in the right mind to watch this shit. You feel me? That dude was a clown. Um, I seen that shit, but, I mean, to say this Dr. Ben was an agent, an agent for what? Like, what was he doing? He was misleading. He took us back to Egypt and showed us the shit on the wall. I mean, what was his mission? If he was an agent, what you know, what was his motherfucking what they put him out there? He wasn't misleading nobody, just bringing you historical information. And the shit was actual and factual. Mm-hmm. And then the dude said something about Martin Luther King and he they they was the ones who first exposed him. I'm like, man, Uncle Max already told you King was basically under the control of the Jews and being being sponsored by the Jews and then the big six being sponsored by the Jews, so how that's new information. And he ain't even have the, uh, or, you know, he ain't got the ins and outs of that shit. Malcolm had the ins and outs. You know, to show you where their money was coming from. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the whole shit. He ain't just saying they was doing some shit, but he's giving you the actual, you know what I'm saying, foundation and blueprint of this shit. Other niggas just talking. Basically, man, nobody. Now, what I found is this, man. A lot of motherfuckers is using the ancestors, you know, the elders and ancestors as a uh, they using them as a, as a, as a, as a as a motherfucking vehicle to to make themselves relevant. So as soon as they mm-hmm. might see Doctor Ben was this or such and such was that, niggas click on it because they like what? Well, no, nah, not the Doctor Ben I know. So you automatically took it there and just say the most outlandish bullshit. You say they'll just do that just to just to get just to get that self. That I mean, I guess niggas been doing that forever, shit. 
pretty much. That's what the fraud squad started out with. I'm talking about we, we called Dr. Williams and we had him on the line and he couldn't explain to us this and that. I mean, shut your ass up, man. Man, I think that uh that that other video the Queen talked about earlier though, man. That that video, you know, that 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 dude, man, he he, he them haymakers, man, a couple of them landed to where, you know, I don't think they'll ever be the same again. You know what I'm saying? I think that might have just you feel me, that might have been too much, man. Might have been too much shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because it kind of exposed the dudes as far as putting that doctor word out there and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? And in in different fields and doing this and this, you know what I'm saying? Which we know is is goddamn, (laughs) that shit rampant, you hear me? So shoot, I don't know if they're going to, I heard it was breakups behind it, but you know, I just feel like, damn, man, you know, what the queen was saying earlier, man, the young boy, hey, young soldier right there, man, I don't care if I don't agree with half the shit you're talking about, with half the information-wise. I know the boy got it in his heart. Young man got it in his heart, man. You know what I'm saying? Truth for you, for our people. You feel me? And that shit go a long way. That shit go a long way, man, because people be able to see through that. You feel me? Just like just like what some of the other people be able to see right through that, man, if you ain't in it for the real deal. Yeah. No doubt. I think the niggas is just dangerous, man, because they lack a lot of scholarship and they lack a lot of uh, evidence, you know what I'm saying, as far as, African-centered type scholarship and evidence and giving people a lot of, um, you know what I'm saying, fucking around with, 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 with um, uh, Sarnetta and all these niggas, man, they didn't turn the game into it. It didn't came a popularity contest and who's and odds, man, and a lot of information is not getting out that should be getting out as far as just, you know, after the shit that's really going to uplift the people, man. I don't think that that pertinent information for for changing the situation is getting out. Most of it is a lot of fuckery and shit. Like they saying the WWF shit, man. That's dangerous, especially when they're using the premises. They're using the premises, premises of some of the elders, people who they put in a lot of work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's so much other information that could be getting out and shit could be getting done. And they're using the platform for just like, they're basically making money off this shit. I saw a little flyer the other day online and shit for, uh, was it, Blue Pill or Red Pill? That's having something called Black Amore or some shit. And it's like the niggas is charging $20 to get in. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, man, he's, he, I, don't, I don't see that shit, you know. Says some fear of a Black Amore. I was like, yeah, man. I did, I did see that one, Brother Griff. I said, man, what is this? You know what I'm saying? And then they charging twenty at the gate. And I do. You know what I mean, 
we just have to we just have to ask like is it is it been is it something you know that people really go you know benefit from you know what I'm saying. Personally, I'm. I mean, I'm not against the lectures and shit, man. I'm. I mean, I don't like to see the people getting charged out the ass for that shit, cause them lectures, man, can get pricey and shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm not against the lecture. I'm not against the lecture itself. You feel me? But I just no, I would mean, like to see us. I would like to see us lecture on things. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see it be things that is helping towards, moving towards us in this, you know what I'm saying? And this should be as, as, a ma- as a mass of people, not just for a few, you know what I'm saying, uh, this and this, you know what I'm saying? That's, to me, that's got a stunt going in a circle, man, you feel me? Like, for real, black and boy, ain't nobody really, I mean, the mass of them motherfuckers ain't really trying to, <laughs> I ain't finna hear that shit, bro, like, he cutting off niggas already, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just my view on the shit, man. I wish it would, I mean, I don't got no problem with them doing it, but I wish it would be something that was more geared toward, you know, you know what I'm saying, teaching, te- teaching something to the... Bro, I think that should be the only, only real lectures we should be having right now. You know what I'm saying? Like when that information got born brought to the family earlier and shit, you know what I'm saying? That stuff right there, man, like this stuff need to be known on the masses on the on a bigger level, you know what I'm saying? And and I mean these niggas ain't really even trying to open yeah. their eyes to that kind of shit, bro. Like that's some detrimental shit, nigga. You got our people walking around here talking about both. Both of them our ancestors died, man, god damn. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ranting, family, my bad, bro. Nah, you good. Brother Mecca Ross said it, man. Niggas is, uh, niggas, it's it's, it's a program, misinformation and confusion, man. Because, uh, don't nobody, you know, I ain't gonna say don't nobody. A lot of people benefiting off of our people being in a state of confused and misinformed. Why you can throw a lecture for twenty dollars that ain't telling you shit? It ain't got nothing to do with no serious, uh, uh, serious ingredients for, for for overthrowing the system or even freeing your mind. It just gets you more caught up in a bunch of fuckery. You know what I'm saying? So it takes you. Like the, the like like one of the reasons, right? Like I know they throw a lot of these lectures made in some of these, you know, African places. You feel me? Like. For the ones that are, I'm going to say for the one, I'm, I'm splitting them up, bro, because some of these lectures be in places, nigga, that don't be having shit to do with niggas. You know what I'm saying? Which these niggas is, is bullshitting with that. But you got some places, man, that's right in the hood, that's pushing the African line, you know what I'm saying? That when they had these lectures, they charge 20 at the dough. You know that shit more than likely half of it is going to go to trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to keep the place going or trying to goddamn, you know what I'm saying, get them another, some more shit to go on. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got to raise funds and shit. You feel me? So, you know, in some in some instances, I can feel it. You feel me? But, nigga, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I guess I ain't got enough info on that one to, to speak. No, I'm feeling it. I mean, 
I'm feeling what you're saying, but to me, it's just like there's a, a element out here, man, that's just pimping the community, man, and they're I not. Shame. Really. I shake, I shake, yeah. I gotta say that too, bro. I got that's what comes to the community. They just pimping the community, man. With just astro astrology, numerology, and shit. All that shit is good and dandy, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, you got youngsters. My sister Camille was saying, y'all were saying a couple shows back, man, there's babies out here that can't eat, bro. Y'all charging 20 at the door. Is y'all having fun yeah, food, you know, getting food out here for the babies to eat and shit? Like Brother Boone coming out of his pocket doing shit right there in his community, bro. Mm-hmm. He's giving shit away. He's not charging you. He like, get your babies out here. We got to get these Jews out here. Nigga, we got, we got free pancakes. Two pancakes for each baby, whatnot. What I mean, that's what you do when you're really doing this shit to try to, you know, really elevate the people. You're doing it for the people. You're going to have to come out your pocket, nigga. You're not going to really be able to charge until you yeah. get to a certain level when you got the community organized for that money. When you do get some resources, you can keep that shit rotating within the community, and you can do that. But at the beginning points, man, you're going to be coming out of pocket more or less. Yeah, you right, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, I know, like, I hear Baba Quasi and his wife, they come out here and do, like, two, two, three lectures a a year, you know what I'm saying? Up here, Mm -hmm. I got the little spot out here, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I mean, it's really, they really, like, they, 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 they said $20 donation, but, but, man, at the end of the day, from what I just said, Bob Quest ain't really taking too much of that money, man. That money going right back to the place. You feel me? It's, going, it's really like a fundraiser for the, for the place. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, like like in them circumstances, I can I can dig it. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Because I understand a lot of them times, them spots ain't really getting no government funding and no shit. Nigga, niggas ain't really. You got to damn the teacher, nigga. Before you can get them to come in there and buy some shit, you know what I'm saying. You gotta damn be a teacher and a salesman and shit. You know what I'm saying. So, so you know what I'm saying. I mean, I can understand the fundraisers for them circumstances, mm-hmm. but like some of these niggas that came and did lectures at the public library and this kind of boy, what kind of shit? You ain't you charging twenty at the door? You feel me? Like, come on, my nigga, that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the culture, you know what I'm saying, that's getting bred right now. And that's the problem. And most of the cats that's doing that shit is niggas who's not really kicking out the African-centered information. They coming out with this evolution and uh, we come from the stars and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Which if that's your position, I ain't knocking it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know... Um, it's not an African-centered position. And then, like you said, are you asking if they're African, they're telling you they're more that Hebrew, Israelite. Mm-hmm. So it's almost debasing, you know what I'm saying, a lot of uh, a fundamental groundwork that's been laid by the ancestors. Maybe we already got the elders telling you that this shit comes after. You know what I'm saying? It's after the fucking Nile Valley civilization. And then they'll say they ain't African, this and that, and the first thing they'll do is make a connection to Africa. Mhm. Very first thing. Uh, thing. Even when first they, thing they show, even even when they try to show the picture, they try to say this is Shem Ham and this. They gonna use it down there, <laughs> a picture off the wall in Egypt. Right? <laughs> um, 
You show me your picture of him and Shem, nigga. You feel me? Like you, I hate that shit, bro. I, that's one. That's one story. That's one of the most damning stories ever in the history of the world, my nigga. You feel me? And that shit got our people still fucking with that shit, man. You feel me? Like, and, and you got the Israelites. They push that story. And they only get sort of context, bro, is the Bible. We, we don't got no damn. We curse, my nigga. Then you telling me I'm cur- like, what the fuck are you, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? You feel me? Okay. I That's one you. of the stories that they lean on, bro. She grizzly likes. You know what I'm saying? The regular Christian, the regular everyday Christian might not halfway even know. You know, most of them niggas don't even open the Bible. So, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? They might not even know the significance of the story. But they teach, but them Hebrews like to teach that story, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, as one of their main kind of shits, nigga. And that story, goddamn me, is so detrimental to the African mind, my nigga. Bro, Tim, my only thing is this, bro. Their only historical reference is the fucking Bible, bro, which don't got no dates, man. It's not a historical book. Sister Camille said that shit. Brother Boone said that shit. Nigga, y'all keep quoting from a book that has no dates in it. But look, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's look at that right there, bro, and what you just said. Let's go back to what they kind of sprinkled in the thing. That's the one book they want us to read, my nigga. That's the only book they want niggas to stay in, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you look at the Hebrew life, bro, all they really are is is really just strong, strong faith for Christians, my nigga. They got down. Have put a little, sprinkled a little, you know what I'm saying, the art shit in the shit. You feel me? And sprinkled a little RPG culture on the shit. You know what I'm saying? A little African culture in the shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's be for real. The motherfuckers teach to hate Africa. You know what I'm saying? They might say the white man is the devil in this and this and this to get the black man here. But when you get to know and listen down to the to the gritty of what they talking about, shit, it's pure hatred, my nigga, towards the African. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Like I said, I just see a lot of uh, see this uh, marketing aspect, man. As far as the information and shit. It's getting to a point where this shit's getting back to more commercial shit. Niggas is trying to sell this shit again. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying, niggas never really intended on trying to get the people ready, you know what I'm saying, to bring them to a higher <laughs> higher level of development so they can understand where they come from, do the same poker, and then get ready to bang on the beast. It's basically like, just keep them like right here. It's almost like y'all are saying, just kind of, they, they kind of like modern-day preachers, man. We hear let, me ask you this. let me ask you this, brother Griff. How, how are we supposed to unite with 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 them if they if they are pushing that? Oh, if they pushing that, we curse, bro. 
You ain't supposed to unite with all everybody, man. Everybody ain't going to be upset. Some niggas is there as a marker of what not to do. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of them cats, man, um, if, if, if you can't get a person to really overstand. See, your unif- this is if you look at the European, that unification, and you look at any, let's just fuck the youth, you look at any group, man, the unification comes from the identification of that group. Niggas is using, motherfuckers is uniting on the fact that they're European. So no matter what they're doing, so we have to, if you can't basically identify with your brother and sister as being African or black, you ain't got no connection with them, man. There's no way you can build with them. And I say that because there's certain levels of engagement when you're in that type of warfare, man. If you don't see me as your brother, nigga, you're not about to go. You don't see me as your brother, sister. You're not gonna go that extra mile, bro. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go that extra mile, bro. Man, please. You gonna you gonna go that you gonna you gonna go as far as Jehovah gonna let you go, Allah gonna let you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As you know what I'm saying, Yahweh gonna let you go. You ain't gonna go for your brother. And this is why what Malcolm was saying when we was listening to that lecture, he said, "Listen." And some of the things that you know, he said, when when we plant that that when I see this planet. And the black man becomes, because of the information that's been given to him, the black man and woman, they'll have a new way of thinking. That new way of thinking will produce a new way of acting. And once they, uh, from the new way of thinking and the new way of acting, they're going to see each other as their brother and sister. And once they do that, you're going to have a situation where when you attack one black person, you will be attacking all black people. And that's how he said, but he's but the connection there is the the ethnic the, the you know the the race, the fact that we identify with each other as Africans, you know what I'm saying that's it. If you ain't got that, this person is a potential enemy. Mm-hmm. So you, everything else is a deviation, man. But you don't see other groups with power doing that shit. They all know the Chinese know, nigga. We Chinese, we coming for the name of China. Even whatever little beef we got between ourselves, that shit on the back burner while we up in this war for our, for our independence. I say. Europe, Europeans, nigga, they know they beefing between each other, but right now they like, okay, that's why I don't trust this little shit with Russia and China, all that shit, man. The Russians and the U.S., man, they brothers and sisters, man. I'm not, I ain't believing that shit. Nigga, you gonna sell me, you gonna sell me out and gang on me with the Asian? Or with the motherfucking uh, African and like man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't buying that shit. I ain't buying it. You know what I'm saying? You made you made a, you, uh, a real good point though, man. Is it, mm-hmm. what once it gets to the time, once it gets to the actual get down, I wouldn't be able to trust you to to go to the extra mile. You know what I'm saying? That's a strong statement, bro. That and that's so real, man. You know what I'm saying? It's so real, bro. Because if you if you looking at me from the eyes of that, like to say, like man, you know what I'm saying? Then like what you say, you only gonna go as so far as as God tell you you can go, as or as Allah tell you can go, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna go that extra mile just for me because I'm your brother. Mm-hmm. And I think well, see that. That's religion, though. Religion, <laughs> religion claim more lives than any other organization in human history. 
That's a fact. I don't care if it's Christianity or Islam. Death and religion have a unique relationship in human history. Especially when it comes with the whole perspective of control. Controlling behavior. Being able to predict behavior. So, you know, this is not something that's far-fetched. You know, I'm not seeing the movie. I know the perspective on the historical context of Nat Turner, but I also looked at another thing. We got so many reasons to revolt other outside of what the, they expect us to revolt over that the worst thing a motherfucker was a house, because, you know, they painted the picture as if he was a house nigga. Uh, we know that. We know better than to go with that. But for the house nigga in power now, I mean, we live in a sensitive times. Some niggas ain't even going to go see that movie because of revelation they're going to see. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the problems you have with the Bible is that for for an African, you can it doesn't show the African how the white men or white people are your true enemy. You know, another thing that is a dilemma is that it does not give you a true historical context of your people's contribution in that time period. Another problem is that when you deal with something that is of that of Africa, like the word Pharaoh or Pharaoh or Pharaoh Ramses, for example, the portrait of this African king is that of a monster. So the African who was brought over here in enslavement, who has a disconnect because that a biblical core was severed due to, due to that myopha, and you got a hundred years of being born under their conditioning. You know, when you hear Pharaoh for the first time, if you're fucking with that Bible, you know, you're cursing your own ancestors don't even know Wow, that's real shit. That's a problem. So it is a problem for, in reality, for a, a, a African, for a person that is trying to free the African mind and awaken the African revolutionary spirit. That Bible's a problem because I don't know how you can, you know, you, you can hypothesize how it could possibly help. But when we look at what's intent, yeah, mm-hmm. because it is, it may have not been created by the Europeans, mm-hmm. but it was created for the Europeans. That damn right. That damn right. Just like, just like the goddamn uh, evolution shit. Holy shit. Created, created for their ass to to do what? Make them superior and us inferior. Yeah, exactly. And to give them some type of historical context because them bitches ain't got shit. They ain't been here. I sure. Mm-hmm. And then piggybacking off what Sister Camille just said, this is what um, Elder and Ancestor Amos Wilson was saying. He said, like, for the African, 
man and woman to be in the position they're in now, their minds would have had to been turned upside down and inside out. So with her saying how that book make you perceive when you start talking about Egypt and Kim and, you know what I'm saying, the Pharaoh, you think your shit is bad and this white motherfucking shit is it's, it's the real shit, it's the good shit. So a lot of times, you know, you start talking to your peoples about Africa, what have you, they're going to have a negative interpretation. They ain't going to want to deal with no African-centered nothing. And it was funny, too, because even when you, you know, you got, it ain't funny, but when you start talking about Malcolm and shit, you know, they automatically assume, okay, if you ain't down with Christianity, then you then you must be a Muslim. Like, Muslim is anti-Christian and shit. Yeah. And basically, they believe in the same goddamn book. Same thing. For real. One can't do without the other one. You feel me? These motherfuckers is close. They don't believe in the same shit, pretty much. They closer to you than damn near, damn near Jew is. Because Jew don't even believe in Jesus Christ. But this is, you know, it's 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 it's, it's a lot of shit, man. It's war propaganda, man. And like Brother uh, Mickelow was saying, there's been no more. I would say there's been no more African bloodshed than over religion. Most people who mm-hmm. lost their lives out of any group been Africans over religion. Even when you look at the Maafa. The whites believed that they was doing that shit because they was ordained by God. God damn right. God damn right. So there again, they manifest 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 destiny. destiny. Feel me? So if you can fuck around and, 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 and utilize that book and find power in it and your enemy can do the same goddamn thing, that's a problem. To me, that's a serious problem. It's like what um, Shango was saying. Uh, the propaganda from that time, that that manifest destiny propaganda from that time, it was it was all detrimental to the African bro. You know what I'm saying? Not only the Bible, but even the, the pictures they put in the newspaper, all all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The movies they put out, the 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 magazine, the toys. All that shit, and then, and, and then we just went right in right what they was being told by God. Yeah, but the only thing is, brother Tim, you throw the Bible in it. Okay, you saying it's different proper propaganda by me showing you just like you know pictures and memorabilia than when I start to put a spiritual context or religious context. Like, okay, we doing this shit. Because God said that, you feel me, that's like the highest level of a person's reality when it comes to morality. Your religion is going to govern one's uh, uh, moral compass of what's right and what's wrong. So if we say God did it, motherfucking shit, we we, we good. We ain't got to worry about it. This shit, nigga, they ain't tripping. (laughs) They is not tripping. You feel not me? only that, and when they hang, and when they hang your ass up, stretch your ass, they they come and get you out the jail and hang your ass up and stretch your ass. They feel like they in the right. They and not only the fact I, that I'm not, 
they they justify. See, it's is 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 not it's based on means of justification first. Mm-hmm. I'm already gonna do this type of shit. <laughs> but I need to justify why I'm doing this shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Death, they fascination with the process of committing death is strictly European. The African has a concept of a fascination of after death. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The legacy of the individual. Well, the cracker is fascinated with the process of death. Now, understanding that, you go to two different interpretations of cultures and the role in culture. The brother Bourne started off with the book earlier, Kicked Out of Heaven. Uh, now, if you remember, if you remember the debate said he had with the Hebrew nigga, even he had to even go reference to Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad said that the that the uh, Adam and Eve was the white race. And see, when you when you take that approach and look at the history of the mythology of the Bible, you see where they fall in in the context with it. All European history is mixed with mythology. The creation of the Bible was to give the broader European audience an explanation for how they came into being because they walked away and said they have no recorded history of themselves. Mm-hmm. Don't make sense? Wow. Yep, that's power. Okay. Thank you, Brock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So their whole essence of the the whole creation if you watch it, any movie, let's do some famous movie dialogues that these crackers are using. The Lord of the Rings, uh, the medieval witch hunter, uh, magic, medieval, you know. That's all mythology, but notice the window and frame that is, is caught up in. You see what I'm saying? Uh, what's up, the cracker name? Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Plot the setting, the settings England, but the, the the time is always construed that you can take the characters and put them in any timeline and convey the story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Meaning it's myth. It's myth. Mm-hmm. You talk about gnomes and dwarves and elves and <laughs> this is the base of Eurocentric history. Include actual human history, which is ours. The only reference we can find of any contact that gives them credit is their contact in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And what do they do, Brother Meckerah? What movie do they go make to throw themselves in that type of in that comedic context? Everybody made a whole bunch of them, see? God, the gods of Egypt. <laughs> Everybody made a whole bunch of them motherfuckers. Okay. I haven't, God, I haven't God, seen God that. But see, look, see, before the movies came out, Brother Griff, you have to know the one thing. There are over one million fictional books on ancient Egypt. Egypt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got an echo going on, but... That's yeah, the main thing to understand. There are over a million 
fiction book from ancient Egypt. Hmm. From 2016 all the way into the European, to Napoleon, the French stumbling upon Egypt. It's history of the Greeks. Huh? Mm-hmm. When the Byzantine Empire fell and the Greeks fell and the Romans fell, these motherfuckers forgot about this shit and went to the Dark Ages. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 This is one of the main things Dr. Clark focused on. Because when they came back to literacy, waking up out of the dark ages, learning latitude and latitude, they they turned their backs and betrayed the same people who taught them about the forefathers that they forgot. We're talking about habitual book burners. This is the nature of the cracker. That's why you can't base scholarship crackers. Because he is historically known as a habitual book burner. He burns facts. He destroys facts. That's what he, he do, man. Exactly. So for any nigga who's big enough European scholarship, you see what I'm saying? It's the whole mafia attack. You just control the motherfucker that got the facts. Make it look like you make it look like you create everything. Because it's under your umbrella, but in actuality, all you're doing is using intimidation, uh, middle, middle man, extortion, extortion, right? Mm-hmm. You can't explain how this nigga know how to come up with this physics, but you can control him. That's all you need to know, right? Mm-hmm. I say. They have came across so much a vast number of wealth and resources by using those just basic intimidation factors. See, Europeans, I mean, uh, niggas don't use that method. You see extortion as the last means. Niggas are rather honest, get a, a pack of whatever and hustle that or rob something, but won't look at the, you know, because... The ex, you know, the extortionist. He don't give a fuck if you're the banker, the dope boy. You got to pay if you're on the block. Feel me? That's damn right. Now we we can we can do some bad things, but we ain't every day eating that shit with cereal, smiling while doing that shit. You you you'll yeah. find a, a small selection of niggas that can do it. Feel me? Basically, you're saying it's not in our culture and shit. It's part of that culture. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you only find criminals. Societies produce criminals. The criminal had to learn the ways of society to become backwards. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a gesture. He's a reflection of what society ain't doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's his role. So when we produce societies, we never had jails, which means we didn't produce corrupt people because we didn't have a corrupt system. Wow. wow. 
Jails exist because of hypocrites. The same politicians, the same politicians, judges, sheriffs, have the same criminal appetites as the criminals that they, they, they claim to lock up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Even greater. They want to do their criminal shit without, with, imp- with impunity. Even greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we run this shit. We're going to lock these niggas up and get paid off of it. Oh, okay. See, the, the police is criminal because, on one hand, he has the privilege to study the criminal, infiltrate the criminal, be the criminal, but also he enforces law. That's what makes him a hypocrite. Uh, I'm going to say that again. The cop has both sides. He, he has the both of both worlds because he can infiltrate crime uh, 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 how do I put it again infiltrate crime commit crime you know it takes a wolf to catch a wolf but then at the end of the day he enforces law sell mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so you a, so a keyload and lock your ass up for buying it from him that's a hypocrite he's a hypocrite Why look at the secrecy that takes place when you're infiltrating, right? We're talking about uh-huh. in, undercover. And that's another thing we need to study, too. I have, I'm surprised like these so-called conscious more niggas ain't brought this shit up. The movie themes based on undercover black cops. In too deep, right? Remember Mike Epps, um, New Bad. Jack City. Who was the uh-huh. Who was the undercover cop in New Jack City? Oh, Ice T's bitch ass. And who else? Who was his commander? Snipes. Oh, it's not. Uh, Blair. Oh, Mr. Peoples. Wasn't he? Mario Van Peoples, right? Okay. Yeah. So was. Uh, so was. Uh, Forgot about him being in there. New York undercover. All the little black dude and Hispanic dude and shit. Huh? Mm-hmm. Malik. Yep. You ain't no cop. You ain't no cop. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, uh, cool nigga and, uh. You ain't no kite, uh, uh, Larry Reed. You ain't no cop. <laughs> In the movie that you asked me to watch, after the brother went in there and said, man, let me, let me do this on my own. Who wasn't who tall on him? What color was he? Mm-hmm. He was playing the role of the undercover cop. Shed a tear and now turns hanging, and then you see him again fighting in the Civil War. Yeah, I'm you told ask me what you think about that. You told me to pass it into that scene, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the young boy. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Right? But, but look mm-hmm. what side he's fighting on, though. Fighting on the side of the, of, of the goddamn right. South. The, the Union. The Confederate. He was fighting with the Union or, 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 or whatever side he was fighting on. We all know that that's not a lie. He was fighting with the North, but it was all the same. Dixie Crack. Basically, we know that's a lie because Lyman didn't have guns. Huh. <laughs> I say that in that backwards, motherfuckers. I'm going to throw this out here right here. Malcolm X born 1925, right? Mm-hmm. They were, if you notice in the movie, they even brought this up. That he, um, two things he was trying to avoid. Prison and the draft. And just ponder on that for a minute. See, we don't have a draft anymore. But they, given, they made the draft positive now for us. Meaning, that's a way out now. Either you're going to go to school, nigga, or you're going to go to service, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Malcolm X, when you read his book, he even says, you know what, one of the things that, why he didn't get drafted? He didn't pass a psychological test. He basically said that, uh, Y'all to give me that gun, who was to say I want to kill y'all? For real, yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? Uh-huh. He didn't pass a psychological test. Meaning, when they asked the question on how he would react to his own, he said he would turn on whites. And that's all they need to hear. You feel me? <laughs> you do not qualify. You do not qualify. Now, if you understand that in World War Two, going to World War, you know, because he was born in World War Two, that's the time he came up. And, then you had to fight to the Civil War. That was the same issue then. If crackers, crackers were hiring Irish immigrants to get off the boat and fight for the Union, this is the hate relationship we have with Irish to this day, because. The role we played in the Civil War and they played, the Irish were told they were fighting for niggas' rights. But in actuality, a nigga was worth more than a quarterback. I mean, a nigga was worth a nigga was worth a quarterback then, and the Irish was worth a dime. That was the that was the that was the lit, that was the talk. Feel me? Anybody ever seen Gangs in New York? No, I haven't. Gangs in New York, I did see that one. Anybody else see Gangs in New York? Anybody? Just come here, still alive. She, she, she go to sleep. She should be tired for the night. On the board. Nah, break it down. Break it down, bro. Uh, oh. Check out the gang, the movie Gangs in New York. It it's break, basically breaks down the history of the Five Barrels. Yeah, yeah. With all the different white boys fighting each other and shit. Yeah. This is crazy. They meet in the middle of that shit. You got them go go ham up to that. What it does show you is the, the relationship between the Irish and the American white man. And they said the Irishman was worth a dime and they was worth a quarter back then. 
See, the British created the potato famine for the Irish. This white on white crime. You hear me? Mm-hmm. First thing you have to look at when you hear the word Irish, why did the, why are Irish Catholics and not Western Protestant Anglo-Saxons? You see what I'm saying? Well, the relationship that the Irish and the Italians have is that they are Roman Catholics, right? Uh-huh. Now, Ireland being that close to England, and if you know anything about the history of Christianity, the English got exiled by the church, the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. It was Martin Luther. <laughs> was Martin Luther who created that, facilitated by the Jews. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the Jews knew how to write back then. Mm-hmm. This is one of the questions I was trying to ask Walter Williams on the line. But the elder had uh, put me in check because my days were off. But I'm, 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 I'm into <laughs> But he understood the point I was making, but he wanted me to get my dates right for the larger audience. Feel me? No yeah. doubt. And I love, I love that Because he's, he's a historian. He's like, nah, man, we can't go forward until you get that shit right. Because I, I can't, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, you throwing my basic premise off by you doing that, and I'm not gonna do that. Plus, he ain't, you know, he wouldn't be helping you out. How he sees it mm-hmm. and over it, he like I ain't gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be on point when you step to that shit. That was just real G shit. That was some G shit. And you took it like a G. He was like, I got you, man. He's like, well, then we done with that. And you study up, you get back at me, we'll continue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it was that back and forth that made me really start trying to pay attention more to the face, man. I still ain't got all the way better, but I, I remember that back and forth though. And in fact, before I watched the movie, I went and called the order up and asked him if he had a good historical perspective on that tunnel. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got back at me yet, but... Mm-hmm. Probably because he ain't seen the movie, but I'm giving my feedback today based on what I saw off the movie. You see what I'm saying? And uh, I like to hear feedback, though, what he say. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to hear the other uh, point of view on something like that, especially, you know what I'm saying, when it's topics where the people is kind of, you know what I'm saying, divided or not really divided, but have a different opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And see, that's really the job of the elder. No question. If you notice, notice John Henry Clark, he would make it his business. His business. Mm -hmm. Make sure he came right after any major movie that was depicting any African historical figure and get on that shit real quick. I.E. Sakazulu. Feel me? Mm Mm-hmm. Color purple. If you go look at any John Henry Clark lecture he gives on color purple, you're going to get cut and paste. Meaning that they've cut and sliced so much of that lecture out, you ain't going to hear the main points he was making. Feel me? Mm-hmm. 
I've been on YouTube so much, man. We've been on YouTube doing this shit so long. I'm so I remember you didn't even get full. What you'd be damned if you get ten minutes. Because when it first started off, it was like some Snapchat type shit. You can only get about ten minutes of motherfucking video on there. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Later, later. Well, you got the commercials now. Not just the commercials. But um, you can put up to like two, three hours, four, five hours worth of video. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And all they got to do, man, and we got family that's tech savvy too, man. Put up, go from our archive, from show one, and just start putting this shit right on YouTube with a little video collage and just hear the conversation. And you gonna say, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you gonna get a nice strong following. And we didn't have to go to my fucking uh, blog talk. See what I'm saying? I say no question. That's one thing we should probably really try to see if we can see if we can do, man. Cause I'm gonna tell you something that pissed me off, man. When when them when them did that motherfucking shit, man. Didn't give no credit to the family, but that shit had me hot, bro. Shit. Shit really show their nature. That they plagiarist. See, I might bring up some shit, but if it's not an original idea that I came up with, I'm going to say, hey, man, shots out to such and such. That's how you're supposed to do it, feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, way you got, man. that way you can Yo, trace the information you to thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You do that nigga when you want some real scholarly shit, though, big bro. You know what's all of it. You already know them niggas backstabbing, scabbing your ass motherfuckers, though. I really want you weren't surprised at the end of the day, like you said, you know, the nature of them that I made. See, that's why they can't deal with the elder. Mm-hmm. Okay, you talking about the military been deciphered. Then I mentioned German the German influence in it. And you have no knowledge of that. The rubric system. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You study military, but you don't know about that? Mm-hmm. See, you have to convince me, you know, if a nigga say, I speak Spanish, you got to prove it, right? Yep. You may take a nigga to a Spanish restaurant, right? Order some food, my nigga, see, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just listen to him. <laughs> he has to convince you, right? No doubt. These niggas are scholars too, but can they convince you? And see, that's what young Pharaoh, young Pharaoh... I mean, I would, love, I, would love, I would love to talk to that nigga, and eventually we will probably get him on the show. But I would be you know, he a little lost in history, but he got yeah, common man. sense. I would he got say that, sense, man. He got a strong dose of that, bro. Well, you know what I would say about that, though, brother, Metharon, um, brother Tim? The, the nigga really dumb as fuck. What happens is this. When you start reading a certain amount of information and then you start getting in different types of uh, circles where niggas start questioning information, you learn how to analyze shit and how to question shit. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't make you a scholar. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even make you a nigga who's got common sense. You just start to learn the rules of engagement. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get your ass whipped long enough, nigga, you start learning how to duck and bother. Listen, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. His position is that of karma. 
Yeah. Up is the reason for his existence. Yep. His whole right. little shit was polite. He gave life to that shit. Feel me? Mm-hmm. And the young niggas riding off their tidal waves. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So really, that that introduced him really to the to the really African community. Because before mm-hmm. he, he was just speaking, he was to the, there. He was just speaking he was, to the astrology. When he was at that little comedic Armageddon shit too, he was up there with Seti, and he said some, they was out front doing a little recording, and he did a little. He was talking some little shit, and Seti was like, "Yeah, Seti vouched for the nigga when he first came out." Seti was like, "Man, I'll fuck you," because he was talking some shit to them before, but his shit was on some astrological slash okay, little bit of African centered shit. So Seti gave the nigga a little bit of peace, and from there, that's when. Niggas started recognizing the nigga. You know what I'm saying? That video is out there too. Cause I remember when I first seen the nigga, and uh, you know that was at that comedic Armageddon shit. And you know they was trying to find the younger niggas that was coming in, who was you know the up and coming cats that was gonna be, you know, presenting this type of African centered, quote unquote African centered knowledge to the community. And he was there. He was rattling off some little shit here and there. But I mean, you know. Is what it is. I ain't trying to hate on a nigga, but it is what it is. Mm. Yeah, Damn, I, I wanted to a lot of it is a lot of it is uh, misinformation, bro. But I just look at myself at that time, that age. You know what I'm mm. saying? And I look at you know the people around me that time, that age. And you know what I'm saying? I say I gotta just say that hey, you know the brother, the young brother man. I mean, he ahead of where I was, you know what I'm saying? And I know it took me time to really goddamn get my, get the root, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you got to go through experience. You got to goddamn me talk to different people and then really get a grasp of it. Sometimes it takes longer for you for that shit to just really just, just the full picture to, to, to be understood, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean... I, I I will I I will you know what I'm saying I say his heart is in the right place so since since I can see that that will that will let me sit back and just you know I just like to watch the process of the man growing and see what he hope hopefully he will get to the point where we are after first second and third man and and you know what I'm saying and goddamn do his thing you feel me I I mean that's just how I, I see it I mean you got the main thing that we need to see, you got that, which is true, true, honest love for your people, you know what I'm saying, and, and wanting to spread information that will help your people. Now, now the information is not right, you know what I'm saying? A lot of it is not all the way right, but I ain't going to say all of it is it, but I'm going to say a lot of it ain't all the way right, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I will still say that the fact that you're, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.